11 o'clock. You know where your freedom is? Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer-to-computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Okay, okay, lady, stop yelling at me. My God. That was me when I heard Kimberly Guilfoyle's speech last night at the RNC day one. Oh my God, it was so hilarious. Anyway, welcome oh. back to the show. Welcome to Turn Up the Night. Uh... Turn up the night broadcasting live on Radio for Humans Worldwide, 825-2020. We are on day two of the RNC. Uh, mm. And boy, boy, uh, although the ratings weren't so good. I think we no. got three million more, <laughs> three million more viewers. Poor ratings. Poor ratings. It's fake ratings. Fake oh, ratings. Sleepy Dawn. Sleepy Dawn. A low energy. Fake ratings. Yeah. Fake so. ratings. I mean, you know, okay, I'll give them that. They got a little bit of high energy from uh, Kimberly Guilfoyle high. last night. Yeah. 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 And, and, and yeah. what was going on with DJ TJ's eyes? My Lord, that was gross. Uh, but anyway, welcome uh, to the show. Of course, Joe Santors of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. I, I don't know if everybody saw her last night, so I'm going to just put a screenshot. Oh, okay. Uh, Very nice. Yeah. There's a... Okay. Yeah. So, uh, oh, there's and a Kim- Kimberly Tinfoil. Our, our our good friend Scooter Cans over on uh, Facebook. Uh, <laughs> uh, what 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 did he call her? Uh, Ava Ava Brando. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, can we take a moment? Can we take a moment? Sure. Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington D.C. The Beltway Bureau, the Bubble Hi, the Swamp. Everybody. What's up? I I am I am happy that she recovered from COVID. Hmm. But that's not the worst thing she's had inside of her. No, no, oh. it's not. <laughs> no, no, not in no. well, I, I don't oh. understand. She was married to Gavin Newsom. I I think so. Yeah, the governor of California. She yeah. was married to Gavin Newsom, Newsom when he was the mayor of San Francisco. Hmm. I well, that's some shit. But you know, she also you know had between a lot him and Bill Maher, they don't have any taste at all. No. Well, <laughs> if you if you go back and look at the pictures of her when she was married to Gavin, she mm-hmm. looked happy. She, yeah, she looked happy. I'm, I, I'm 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 the lady on this show. I'm the lady on this show. I look at her now, and it's like, wow, you got Botox in your lips and your eye. I don't Leached I don't understand. The the, huh? Leached into the brain. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Well, uh, although you know, you know, there could be something to be said about people who they're followers instead of leaders. Yes. Well, and I I think this is one of those situations. Like she wants to be liked. Yes. Yes. I believe so. Well, 
Um, just in case anybody missed it, um, uh, I have, I have some of Ava Brando's speech uh, prepared for you. Um, <laughs> oh no! As wait, it, wait, wait, wait. Uh -huh. I have to wait. I have to turn down my. Oh, oh yeah, Go yeah. Ahead. You're gonna want to turn down your volume, but uh, everybody, but, yeah, everybody, please. Yeah, if you have here. sensitive ears, yeah, this is uh, uh, low volume. Yeah. Here you go, everybody. Good evening, America. I'm Kimberly Guilfoyle. I speak to you tonight as a mother, a former prosecutor, a Latina, and a proud American. And yes, a proud supporter of President Donald J. Trump. I consider it my duty to fight to protect that dream. Rioters must not be allowed to destroy our cities. Human sex drug traffickers should not be Human allowed to cross our border. What the is same that? socialist policies which destroyed places like Cuba and Venezuela must not take root in our cities what? and our schools. America, it's all America. on the line. President Trump believes in you. He emancipates and lifts you up to live your American dream. You are capable. You are qualified. You are powerful. And you it's have the ability You're good enough. to choose your life America. and determine your destiny. Don't let oh the Democrats God. take you for granted. Don't let them step on you. Don't let them destroy your families, your lives, and your future. Don't let them kill future generations because they told you and brainwashed you and fed you lies that you weren't good enough. Like my parents, you can achieve your American dream. You can be that shining example to the world. Manifest and be the change in this country that you dream, that you hope, that you believe in. Stand for an American president who is fearless, who believes in you, and who loves this country and will America! fight for her. President I Trump is your leader who will rebuild the promise of America and ensure that America! every citizen can realize their American dream. America! Ladies and gentlemen, leaders and fighters for freedom and liberty and the American dream, the best is yet to come. Oh, oh my god. Oh. 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 Republican women, do you think, needed to have a cigarette after all that? Oh. Oh, oh, ah. oh, oh. Oh, 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 No. I'll have what she's having. I'll have what she's having. Oh, my God. I don't want what she's having because what she's having is. Oh, yeah. What she's having is. Donald Trump Jr. with, at the very, very least, um, an untreated pink eye infection. Oh man. Oh. Uh yeah. Greasy. Uh, so greasy too, man. What is up with DJ TJ? But I mean, uh, uh -oh. I, I just I, I was like, oh man, that needs O Fortuna for sure. So. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. That was one of the few parts because we talked last night. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm gonna turn it on for a little bit. And then I saw that and I was like, nope. 
<laughs> Gotta walk away. I was just like, oh, I'm sorry. What did I do? You know? <laughs> <laughs> that was... Oh, I'm, I'm I had a nun yell at me like that once. I, no, that was that was really it was just and and, and can I can I Sorry. be Joe? Can Joe, I, be, I, I gotta give Joe a rib shot. I gotta give Joe a rib <laughs> shot for that. I just want to be a bitchy woman right now. What was with the yoga dress? I, I don't know. I wasn't uh, paying attention to that. Is that what that so. was? Well, it. I thought it was just a yoga pantsuit, but it was like. It looked like Spanx. Uh, yeah, I don't the, know. I, I was wondering what it, I thought she was trying to be a mermaid. I, I didn't I know. Paid, I paid more attention to the crazy than the fashion. Um, but uh, I did pay. I paid but, too. But the, I did notice one thing is okay. For, we have to talk about the quality of this convention because it was absolute <laughs> poop. It was so terrible. It was, it was uh, as somebody, night. as somebody who it was only has the first night, Ken. I have a, a basic understanding of video editing and filmmaking. I've done short films in the past. I play around with, uh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to learn how to do videos, uh, and I've made videos in the past with my computer. And you know, I know how to operate cameras uh, and things like that. You know, but my my knowledge is limited. But Audio editing and video editing are very similar in the sense where, you know, you do overlaps and fades and, you know, transitions and things like that. And I pride myself at being pretty good, a pretty good self-taught audio uh, guy. But this thing was riddled with, I mean, the cam they had two cameras in that, that whole room. Everybody was sharing the mic that I saw, I'd, you know, I don't know if they wiped it down at any point. Um, I did see people waiting in the wings wearing masks, you know, uh, to come out and speak. But that doesn't matter if that mic was just, you know, slathered with COVID. Um, it, it, there, there was uh, oh, and the, the and, and there was a montage at the very beginning that they did where it was like Trump supporters from around the country, and they're like, and the audio cuts on it were so bad. The video in, in some of the audio was like, you know. <laughs> standing outside i love trump you know and it's like you know it's like you know don't don't mind the dirt bikes in the background you know it's like it's like you know my neighbors get all wily outside uh except you know i mean but there this montage of trump supporters like we love you donald trump you know and then and then they cut it off and then they're like, trump we love you you know and, and it was just like who is editing this is that a joke and then again they had a swing cam that did leg shots thank you fox news um, so I did see that a few times and it's like, oh, they got, I'm surprised they didn't make the women come out and sit behind like a clear plexiglass table, you know, <laughs> on, on high boy stools, you know, um, oh, God. It, it, and, uh, the, it, yeah. And, and the, and the speakers kept like, I mean, Gilfoyle, if you heard it, she was like <laughs> in the mic, you know, like constantly. And it's like, she was, she was pre-recorded by the way. Yeah, that's what I, I heard a lot of it was pre-recorded. And I was like, really? I mean... It, I, don't, I don't know about how many others, but it's been reported that she and DJT, boom, boom, mm. they were pre-recorded. Oh, one of my friends, my friend Dion from Canada said, looks like somebody got into daddy's addies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because they were all hopped up on goofballs uh, last night. I don't know what was going on, but... Uh, yeah, it was it was just 
embarrassing. And D- DJ TJ, uh, you want to talk about Joe Biden's mental acuity? Um, <laughs> well, I got I, we we got some new words from DJ TJ uh, last night. Uh, oh. Yeah. Um, let me see. What is this one? This is a opportunity. Opportunity zones. Opportunity oh zones. Oh, opportunity zones. Opportunity zones. Opportunity zones. Isn't that nice? Um, this is uh, this is partiality is is another one. Partiality. Partiality. Okay. Uh, apparently, he's so uh, smart. Oh, he's he's smart. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and let me see. Where, where where's another one? There's another. Oh yeah, and oh yeah, uh, this one for I, I forgot to get play this for Kimberly. Loud noises. Yeah. Seriously. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what we're yelling, yelling about. I don't know what we're yelling about. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and apparently uh, he's had the luxury of never having to dial this new number one nine one one. When we dial nine one one. Jesus. Was that nine one 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 one? When we dial nine one one, what? But no one one nine one one. How's your how's your mental acuity there, uh, uh, drug junior? I mean Donald Junior. Mm. Did I say drugs? What did they call him? Junior Mint. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like that. Uh, yeah. But but yeah, you know. Uh, <laughs> junior Mint. Opportunity zones. <laughs> Opportunity zones. Uh, I think that's a new. That's like a new. Um, a place. Uh, you know, like a adventure. Yeah, you know, where, you know where that is, don't you? Uh, it's in the United States. Yeah. Uh, yeah. God bless the United States. Opportunity zones. America! I'm telling you, man. Oh my God. Donald yeah. Trump. Oh my God. DJ TJ or whatever mm-hmm. the. Sure. He. He he was partiality. He needed, he needed some more coke, and unfortunately, Kimberly Guffoyle took Got all it the all. Coke. <laughs> she yeah, did. She did. She like, snorted everything backstage. Yeah, you know, like, you know. I think, I think, you know what I think they were on. I think they were on P P and E. P P and E. <laughs> what the hell was that? Oh my god. P P and E. Yeah, in slightly more context. He delivered PP&E to our brave frontline workers. PP&E? Personal protection and equipment? <laughs> or is it, is it PP? Is he talking about he delivered some penis and some ecstasy? Don't say penis in this house! PP&E. <laughs> you said it first, Ken. I did. Record breaking. Um, but keep in mind, keep in mind. He gave peanuts, that- popcorn, and ecstasy. <laughs> Keep in mind, and this is really important to me, <laughs> all joking aside. Loud these, noises! <laughs> these were pre-recorded addresses. Somebody was supposed to direct them and edit them. Yes. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, Rain. How much time do you think they put this together in? No time oh. at, at all. Oh. They had no well, time to do this. They were criticizing... Michelle Obama's speech because it had been pre-recorded and she didn't exactly. mention. Oh, she didn't even tell you how many people I killed. She got the number it was, wrong. It was more than that. She said I, I, strong, strong numbers of dead now. Strongly I mean, reported. I'm just gonna. I'm just P-P-N-E. gonna back up to. I just want to back up. I'm gonna make this quick. 
my blog yesterday was about the fact that the um, the GOP said we can't have we don't have a platform because of COVID, which we mentioned at the top of the show. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if you go over to the DNC, we, my party, and many of our listeners' party, we have a platform. Somehow we were able to create a platform. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I got a call from Florence, uh, not Florence, Italy, but a woman named Florence. Um, oh, hi, Florence. Florence called me yesterday, and she is from uh, the Biden campaign, and I'm going to be volunteering. And I told her what I do uh, here on the radio network and the show and everything. And I also told her about my uncle, uh, who, if, if all of you don't know, my uncle David L. Wise uh, passed away from COVID-19 on Sunday. Uh, leaving behind an enormous family, uh, an enormous immediate immediate family. Um, uh, I couldn't even count the grandchildren and, and great grandchildren on that on that list. He was older; he was like seventy nine years old. But uh, I got a call, I'm and, sorry, and, and, and Ken. I, it's okay. It's okay. I'm I'm processing it. Um, I'm I'm over my initial anger. But I'll tell you what, it helped me to talk to a complete stranger on the phone who I knew was doing good work and supporting Biden. And she was a nurse. She's a retired nurse. Uh, she's been helping out with political campaigns since John Kerry, she said. We commiserated on that because I helped out on that campaign as well. Uh, uh -huh. And, of course, you know, I did what I could in the Obama uh, years, mostly financial contributions. Um, but I actually went door-to-door -door for Kerry and stuff like that. But after I did that... I was scared to do it ever again, uh, even in Cleveland. Um, and uh, because I, I, there were some people who were scary. Um, and I, I had it was therapeutic to talk to her just about that. And she was passing my story up the channels in the campaign. And, uh, I, you know, I, I, I'm not expecting to get a call from Joe Biden, although that would be cool. Uh, but I wouldn't mind trying to get some surrogates on the show or something like that if they find out that they have. And I told her, told her, I said I have a pretty good social, social media presence on Facebook, and um, not just that, but uh, I'm going to be working the phone banks too. So I'm excited about that. That'll be a little less scary. Hopefully, hopefully I don't get uh, screamed at too much by people. We'll see. Um, but uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to doing that. But seriously, what they did last night and what they're going to continue to do, the the, mo the the darkest, most divisive. I mean, all the shit they said about that they lied and said about the DNC. They like threw it over the top last night. I mean, yeah. it was it was freakish. It was absolutely freakish. Um, and uh <laughs> I, uh, the one thing, and I, I thought this would be good for a laugh. The one thing that it reminded me of uh, was there was an episode of The Office, uh, Joe, at mm. where uh, <laughs> yeah. Dwight was afraid to give uh -huh. a speech because he, he, he had a fear of public speaking. And so mm -hmm. Jim Halpert decided to help him out and write a speech based on, like, dictators and fascists and stuff like that like <laughs> yes. looked up like Mussolini and Hitler speeches and stuff uh -huh. like that and communist uh, stuff 
And um, uh, and and I uh, I swear to God, I just kept thinking of this the whole time. Uh, Gilfoy was speaking. Blood alone moves the wheels of history. Oh my God. <laughs> Jesus. Have you ever asked yourselves in an hour of meditation, which everyone finds during the day, how long we have been striving for greatness? Not only the years we've been at war, the war of work, but from the moment as a child, when we realized that the world could be conquered, it has been a lifetime struggle, a never-ending fight, I say to you, and you will understand that it is a privilege to fight. <laughs> we are warriors! What? <laughs> He's talking about paper now. Paper sales. Salesmen of northeastern <laughs> Pennsylvania, I ask you, once more rise and be worthy of this historical hour. <laughs> no revolution is worth anything unless it can defend itself. Some people will tell you salesman is a bad word. They'll conjure up images of used car dealers and door-to-door -door charlatans. This is our duty to change their perception. I say salesmen and women of the world unite. We must never acquiesce, for it is together. Together that we prevail! We oh, must no, never no. cede control of the motherland! <laughs> for it is together <laughs> that we prevail! Twelve more yeah. years. America! Yeah. Oh my god! Loud noises! <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> this is my favorite clip right now tonight. Loud noises. Yeah, it is. Loud it's a good one. Noises! I don't know what I'm yelling about. Yeah, oh. it, quality stuff there. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what we're yelling about. Do you love the and lamp? You know, I talked to my, I talked to our friend, and you know, Ken, you met her, so I say our friend and and Scoopster and Livin and a bunch of our friend Jamie. Yeah. <laughs> she came over and um, <laughs> I I saw it on I saw it on social media, but Jamie was like, I didn't watch, I didn't watch it last night, but Garth, another neighbor of ours, was like, go watch this one, and she watched. Guffoil and Jamie said to me, she's like, why was she yelling? <laughs> why was she yelling in an empty room? Um and it was it was I mean and, and, noises! <laughs> but this is the thing. Jamie doesn't come from a place that we do. She comes from a really like honest to God place. 
where she gets what's going on, but she's not political like us. She was just like, she did that little like nose scrunch and she's like, why, why was she yelling? Yeah. Why are there people to record her speech? Why, why, why? And there was nobody there. It wasn't like there was a back row that's, that she had to reach. Exactly. That's the point. <laughs> you know, I, I want to. a friend like mine. Well, she's like, what? Why would why why did she yell? Didn't they have producers? You know, and Jamie. What, yeah, go ahead. Jamie actually worked on um, what was that? She worked. She was a showrunner for uh, most uh, most wanted. America's Most Wanted. Yes. Um, so she, she actually so she knows understands. a little bit about this, and she was just why? What? I don't. I don't understand. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a disaster. Uh, I mean, you know, it, it was, was it and it was funny. Stephanie Cutter was on today, <laughs> who produced the Democratic National Convention. She mm-hmm. did amazing. She did. She was on this on, on Nicole Wallace today. <laughs> she was just, she was laughing out loud. <laughs> I, I I mean I I seriously I was like oh, this is gonna make me too mad to watch it. But then I started. I, I was in a oh and yeah. Let me mention this now. Um, uh, we're probably gonna do two watch parties tomorrow and thursday so i'll leave it open to anybody we can do i don't care i mean yeah i'm gonna want you know if there's something i really want to hear i might tell people to you know uh quiet down a little bit but it's gonna be open to anybody we're gonna do watch party here uh tomorrow and thursday sanjay udoshi will be joining us on thursday because i've been part of two of his watch parties now on facebook and gotten, gotten some people to come over and some of his listeners you're gonna come over here as well so i'm excited about that um but yeah, we're going to do the same thing. And the thing is, if I'm sharing my one screen and there's 20 or 30 people watching it, it only counts as one view. Oh. See? That's kind of yes. awesome. So, um, and, you know, nobody watching on their TVs. You know, we turned off our TVs last night while it was on and uh, just did the, the watch party on our devices. Um and it's a little different. I think if you watch on Facebook, it counts, but on Discord, it doesn't, because I'm just sharing my screen. You guys literally have access to what I'm seeing, not, uh, you know, you're not actually watching it on Facebook. You're watching it on my computer of me watching it on Facebook. So, yeah, so we're, we're going to try and have a good time and do that um, and, you know, get some cocktails, whatever, and uh, laugh at Fat Donnie on, on Thursday and... I'm sorry we're going to miss out on Melania, Melania's speech today. Um, I actually I actually was able to uh, uh, get a, uh, a preview of it, though, because I don't know. Did you guys see that they, they released a little bit of it earlier today? Yeah, I did, yeah. But yeah. go ahead. Yeah, here you go. It. Uh, it's a hard time, and everyone's <laughs> feeling it in different ways. And I know a lot of folks are reluctant to tune into a political convention right now. Her accent's getting better. Uh, yeah, it is. So, yeah. So. And they released that actually last week. <laughs> they did. did. You know they did. Yeah, they, re- they released it last week. Uh, when Michelle Obama was talking. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. Loud noises! Uh, yeah. Now that she, she has I, her. I love lamp. She has her Marriott uh, Marriott Courtyard uh, uh, <laughs> Rose Garden now uh, to, to do her little speech oh, yeah. in. So. It looks like every cheap hotel I ever stayed at that yeah. had a garden. You know, it, <laughs> you know what it looks like? The way the, the sidewalks and the bushes are? I worked at a telemarketing place that had that look on the outside uh-huh. in, the, in, the, in the late 80s, early 90s. Yeah, most office, 
Yeah, most office buildings who try to, to give their employees a, a taste of the Look, it's, it's class. It's class. Look at that. They, we yeah, put in some uh, sidewalks in the shrubbery there for you. Yeah. Well, if, yeah. if we're going to be honest, I, if we're going to cover DJ TJ's speech, his speech mm. sounded like a fucking junior telemarketer. Junior telemarketer. Oh. He, he, it sounded like a sales I needed to play for that. For time champ. Uh, His name is champ. Junior Mint. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, it, it's 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 break time, but, but yeah, it sounded I mean, like a time a timeshare. It did. It was like this too can be yours. <laughs> can be yes. yours if you just believe, just believe in it. It can be yours. What will it take you to get Mew into this cart today? Day. <laughs> hey, hey don't don't conjure up. My uh, manager's gonna kill exactly, me, but I'm gonna what, give you this rate. What what Donald Trump Jr. did is exactly what Donald Trump and Donald Trump's father's preacher did. Mm. But not as good. <laughs> no, not as good. But look into it. Yeah, it's you, a cheap, you don't know cheap what I'm talking about. He was he was basically preaching that. Uh, used car salesman. Yeah, on Fifth Avenue. Yeah, it, it was. It's just. It's just all tacky. Just all tacky. So anyway, um, I think I have uh, the song Melania Trump wants to hear right now before she does her uh, little speech, and I hope she doesn't slip and say vote Biden. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, but uh, but yeah. Uh, oh, and her tell all. There's a tell all about her coming out from her former assistant. Oh, by the yeah. way, uh, so yeah. that's pretty fun. But anyway, we got to go to the break. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, I think she'll she probably this this song is what she needs right now. We'll be right back. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. If you've got a chair, sit down. Relax. I, I'm not, I got I got some stuff to say here. Broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly Radio.
No blame Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here. Really? Yes, it's just that simple. Listen to the Bradcast every Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern right here on Radio for Humans. Please visit radioforhumans.com and bradblog.com. Let it all hang out. Oh, wow. That, to me, is extremely exciting. Hi, this is Jody Hamilton of the From the Bunker podcast, and you can hear our show Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern on Radio for Humans. Hi, this is Kenny Pick, and you're listening to Radio for Humans. Has anybody told you how good-looking you are lately? Well, they should. Oh, my good gracious me, look at that. Radioforhumans.com. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great, Scott. What is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way. Totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh, my God. They've killed Kenny. You bastard. What a worth. It's showtime. I need a beer uh, after all that. So, <laughs> anyway, welcome back to the show. Uh, joining me as always, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C., the Beltway Bureau, the Bubble, the Swamp. Loud noises! Hello, Rain. She's not bad. All right, and Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back to you, sir. There's a, a, a Bertha rumor. I wasn't actually born here. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah, it's starting. Yeah, it oh, started yeah. already. Where, where were you... Uh, <laughs> Where were they alleging you were born? Kenya. Kenya? Kenya. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Well, I mean, Kimberly Guilfoyle just started a birther movement against herself. She did? Well, yeah. I mean, she claimed her mother wasn't born in the United States, but she was. She said uh-huh. she was a first bo- first first uh, generation American. And her mother, uh-huh. was, wa- mother was born in Puerto Rico. <laughs> they always nice. forget that. I mean, how does somebody who has family from Puerto Rico not know that's part of the United States? United States. Well, uh, it's it, it's in a big ocean. 
There, it's, it's a lot of big, water. Big water. Big water. A lot of water. So a lot of water. Me- millions of gallons of water. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You back, Rain? People don't know this, but uh, Puerto Rico's a, an island. Yes. I'm Rain. back. Yeah, good. Uh, yeah, Bobber, Bobber said he didn't yeah. know if the, the song Invisible was appropriate because the first line is, I was there, I cared. <laughs> 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 Maybe we should make her a new jacket with that on it, Bobber. Um, so... <laughs> Uh, and uh, there were a couple comments. I, I kind of want to go back through the comments because uh, everybody everybody has a joke about Kimberly Guilfoyle. Literally, everyone on the planet. Awful. She's so, awful. And uh, where, where is Theo's comment? It, it couldn't have gone too far over here. Um, uh, but yeah, yeah, he said, uh, hey, all, uh, been a while since that 1930s German beer hall rhetorical style's been heard a lot. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> And yeah, um, uh, you know, I just, uh, oh, now living, that is quite a thing to say. I don't want to even, uh, <laughs> I'm not, uh, <clears throat> he made a something dumpster thing about no, somebody. No, no, don't do it. No, uh, I'll just, uh, a shrubbery! whatever, just loud, loud noise. noises. Anyway. Um, yeah, so, uh, but, uh, I mean, the jokes going around about this are hilarious. There are so many. There, there was, liter- there, there, there's an article. I, I actually stole that, the, that from Mediaite. It says, it says, literally everyone has a joke about Kimberly Guilfoyle's speech last night. <laughs> and, uh, there are some great tweets. Let me see if I can uh, find a couple of those. Should have had that, uh, queued up sooner. Um, yeah, it says literally every person had a joke to mock, mock Kim Guilfoyle's RNC speech. And, um, yeah, um, uh, let me see. Uh, uh, Susan Glasser. Uh, wow, Kimberly Guilfoyle is really mad. <laughs> Chris Salizzo. Susan Glasser, if I, if I recall correctly, is Barbara Bush's autobiography. You know, the, uh, um, the person who writes... I, I don't. Uh, I think she was USA the person. Anyway. Wasn't she the person that I quoted uh, a while ago saying uh, you don't have to maintain your sense of shock to, or you you don't have to maintain or you don't have to be surprised to maintain your sense of shock. I think she was the yeah. person who said that. She was. She was um, Barbara Bush's autobiography. What is it? Biographer. Biographer. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. She's a legit person. Yeah. She's not just like somebody being snarky. That was kind of my point. Yeah, Joe Joe Lockhart said Kimberly Guilfoyle is making sure no white sub- suburban women vote for Trump. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Abby D. Philip, Kimberly Guilfoyle, they want to enslave you you to the to the weak, dependent, liberal victim ideology to point out that you will not recognize this country yourself. Again, the Republican can- critique of the Dem convention was was it that dark? Uh, was that, oh, it, I'm sorry. Again, the Republican critique of the Dem convention was that it was dark. Um, uh, Karen Tamalti said, one word of advice, Kimberly yeah. Gil- Guilfoyle, decaf? Maybe. <laughs> uh, Again, <laughs> we should remind everybody that this was a pre-recorded speech. was yeah. not live. Paul Waldman said, Kimberly Guilfoyle is talking about her mom, but watching this terrifying speech, I'm pretty sure her real mom is Judge Janine. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Oh, um, ouch. Yeah. Ouch. You're burnt. You're burnt. Kimberly, Kimberly Guilfoyle disparages California without mentioning that its governor is her ex-husband. Yeah. 
Charles, uh, oh, Charlie Pierce says, Kimberly Guilfoyle's hollering at me. <laughs> uh, James, uh, uh, Pennywizik, uh, uh, I don't know. I think it's that word that, uh, that, uh, that Donnie said. I don't know how to say, say his last name. It's, uh, PPNP. I think it's, uh, Opportunity Zones. Uh, yeah, so James Opportunity Zones says human sex drug traffickers. Oh Kimberly Guilfoyle naming your next band. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's good. Uh, this Guilfoyle, yeah, uh, well, yeah, there, there you go. A Emily Singer said this Guilfoyle speech is like Dwight giving the Mussolini speech to a paper convention. Um, oh, boom. yeah, so not, uh, I, I didn't even realize other people picked up on that but i'm sure i mean seriously so many people saw this that speech um, was bonkers uh christina wong says i think the COVID infection made kimberly guilfoyle extra cray cray <laughs> i think it might have uh, been cocaine but uh, yeah i think so too um uh oliver willis kimberly guilfoyle yelling like the north korean propaganda lady <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that, yeah, that so speech is not was not it was nuts. It was, it was. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, it was, it was nuts. It wasn't based in reality. And you know, this afternoon, I I actually had a moment to sit back and think about this, and try to understand. I did try. I do do this, guys. I do try to understand. But mm -hmm. my conclusion was that. Her speech, Donald Trump Jr. speech, Herschel Walker's speech, Tim Scott's speech, and the lady who said Trump was like George Bailey. Oh my God! They they don't. They, there's a different reality out there. I mean, Trump is literally Mr. Reality, Potter. Trump is more like even, Mr. He's more like Mr. Potter. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was that was my status update last night. It, yeah. it, it, I, I don't know if you read it, but I was going to. Oh, I, I I I believe I did, but they ever. I mean, it has been social media it's gonna frenzy. It's going to be my parting shot, and it still might be. But it's like, wait a second, you guys are just describing a completely different world, and and what kills me about this is that, um. These people are talking to white people yeah. who are literally living in in white land, for lack of a better word. You know, they're they're out there telling everybody, oh, you know, Joe Biden's gonna take away your white suburbs, ignoring the fact that many, many cities across this this country are actually becoming gentrified by white people. Which means that the poor, the more poor people of those cities, have got to find a new place to live. And I'm, I, I'll, I'll specifically talk of D.C. They can't live in in D.C. proper anymore. They're moving out to mm -hmm. the suburbs. <clears throat> yeah. And those are mostly people of color, which means that the suburbs are becoming more brown and. Black. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, our, our, that's the, the, been the trajectory of our country for for decades now. And um, by the way, I mean, I live in one. Uh, yeah, you don't have that. And Ken, I've been to your, I've been to your, yeah, you know, we're, to we're, your house. We're, I mean, we're kind of, uh, you know, we're, we're city suburbs, if that makes sense, you know. Yes, I mean, it does. It'd be like New York City and Queens. Yeah, 
Yeah, some, something like that. Yeah, so, um, you know, West Park is our, our suburb, as it were. But, you know, well, we've got some good good uh, uh, recommendations for uh, DNC music. Uh, Dad says Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap by ACDC. They're not going <laughs> to let him play it. Uh, but, uh, what they were describing doesn't exist. <clears throat> yeah, Bobber had a good one. Paranoia, the Destroyer, uh, the Kinks. Or, and Dad also had Send in the Clowns. That's a good one. Dad said, also said, "Kid Rock, Devil Without a Cause." Um, yeah, and uh, but this, the even more so, even more so to <clears throat> this alternate reality they're talking about. There is an agenda. There is an absolute agenda, and it was laid out immediately by the first speaker in that room. That little neo-Nazi Charlie Kirk. Oh, um, and I ended it on I, I, this is a, about a minute and a half of him talking and I ended it where I felt it needed to be ended to show you what the agenda is. Good evening. It is an honor to be with you tonight. And by the way, he is one ugly kid. I just got to say it. I'm sorry about that. You are unfor- yeah. you're an unfortunate looking fucker. My name is Charlie Kirk. I run the largest pro-American student organization in the country. Nazis. Turning Point USA, fighting for the future of our republic. Speaking to you in my personal capacity tonight as a 26-year-old, I see the angst of young people as well as the challenges facing new parents. Yes. I am here tonight to tell you, to warn you, that this election is a decision between preserving America as we know it and eliminating everything that we love. For decades, ruling class leaders in both parties sold out our future to China, to faceless corporations, and to self-serving lobbyists. They did it to preserve their own power and enrich themselves, all while rigging the system to hold down the good, decent middle-class patriots striving to build a family and pursue a decent life. All of this changed dramatically in 2015 when a billionaire named Donald Trump put his own life of luxury on the line. From that moment he came down that famous escalator, he started a movement to reclaim our government from the rotten cartel of insiders that have been destroying our country. We may not have realized it at the time, but Trump is the bodyguard of Western civilization. Holy shit. Wow, that's a lot of cellulite. Oh, a lot That's of racism there. The, wow. The Western culture? Dripping, dripping racism there. Yeah, Western culture. Whoa! I'm, I'm so used to that that it's just... Whoa! Yeah. I when heard I that like, and my jaw hit the floor. I was like, they're not even hiding it, Joe. The dam of racism broke and flooded the village. <laughs> wow. Oof. You know... Spain. Bodyguard of Western civilization. Those Loud white folk. Noises! <laughs> yeah. uh, last time I checked, the country of Spain is part of Western culture. And uh, Portugal. Well, well, yeah, because basically those are... Western civilization is predominantly white. It's predominantly European. And white it's used but it's used by racists to, to say part of europe it's used yeah. it's used by racists to say white yes. white patriarchy white christian right. pa- patriarchy right. 
that's what they're talking about. That Western civilization. I, I mean, I've I, heard. I understand that. Yeah. My point. I guess I was just trying to point out the the flaw with this idea of Western and quote Western slash European civilization because you know lately it's it's been Western culture, which does trickle back to European culture, which would be white culture. Mm-hmm. And that's why I brought up Spain. Spain is, has been, is and has been a part of Europe for I, uh, millennia. Melania? I'm sorry. Oh, Melania. Uh, <laughs> uh, is Melania from Western culture? Um, yeah. Technically, no. Slo- Slo- is she? Slo- yeah, she's from Slovenia. Slovenia. Well, I would consider her Eastern Europe. Yeah, that's that's a uh, well, Eastern what, European, West. They consider well. See what I'm saying, and, Joe? No, no. What I'm saying is, is is that they can even like Russia, is considered, you know, is what they consider, you know, the white culture. Mm-hmm. That's why why this this whole thing with Putin and everything, as opposed Russia to Russia, is Eastern Europe. And well, this, yeah, Eastern Europe. This is, the point right. that I'm trying to make is that I think that the racists here in America are trying to blend all of this in. Mm-hmm. To make it just white people. Exactly. Well, that's I, what they I, mean I by yeah. Western. Really need to, to pay attention to this phraseology because there's Western Europe, there's Eastern Europe. Yeah. Uh, just, sorry to get too heady. That's okay. Um, but uh, anyway, Melania I, is I'm trying. Western European. No. She's in. She's 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 Eastern Europe. I don't know. I don't know if I consider her white. Uh, she's orange it. adjacent. I just said it. Well, well, she said orange in her. Uh, yeah. Uh, she's yeah. like an orange Julius. Yeah. So anyway, um, the 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 uh, day two of the convention should be starting uh, in a little under an hour, eight thirty. Uh, and we'll, we will check in on it from time to time, everybody. Mm. Um, Can I just watch old Hitler film? Uh, maybe. So, uh, but yeah, so we'll, we'll talk about, uh, you know, but we'll talk about that later. Um, but uh, uh, let me see. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, I need to play this. I need to play this for you guys. This is, again, some of the f- bullshit filler from last night. Zero production, uh, bad editing. Um, it was just, it was Trump in, I guess, in the West Wing with like six different frontline workers. Uh, he didn't bother to memorize their names, although he said they were his friends. I guess that was one too many names other than, you know, a you know person, woman, man, camera, TV. So... <laughs> Uh, but Which, this, by the way, the best sign I saw was person, woman, vote Joe Biden. <laughs> nice. I love it. So, um, yeah, so, um, this, uh, this is him talking to these frontline workers and, um, and it, you know, that's nice that, you know, he's honoring, uh, these people, but he wasn't really, because if you listen to the tone and the self-serving nature, and the conspiracy theories and the laughter about COVID in here. Oh, you're going to be all kinds of pissed off. These are my friends. These are the incredible workers that helped us so much with the COVID 
Uh, we can call it many different things from China virus. I don't want to go through all the names because no. some people may get insulted, but that's the way it is. You're a racist These are asshole. great, great people, doctors, nurses, a fireman, a policeman. We want to thank you all. You have been there were no firefighters there. And we want to thank you and all of the millions of people that you represent. Millions. Thank you all very much. Great job. He thank said you. that. Thank you all very much. So tell me a little about your stories. How about we'll start with you? I'm a postal worker. Delivered to oh. the senior community during COVID-19. Good. And we're taking good care of our postal workers. Absolutely. That's our time. Postal workers, you know, they'd like to sort of put that out there. If anyone does, it's the yeah. Democrats, not the Republicans. I want to yeah, thank we, you very we, much and thank everybody we didn't cut their overtime. in that whole Done. beautiful post office system. We appreciate it. Mm-hmm. How about you? I'm a trucker. Good. I'm You're a what? In Ohio. <laughs> Great. Uh, hole and steel mostly. Um, yeah, you know, I'm some of our customers trucker. actually made hospital beds with uh, oh, some wow. material. That's fantastic. Well, congratulations. I love the truckers. You know, they're on my side. Thank you. Mr. I think all of them, frankly. I think pretty much all of them. How Jesus about you? Christ. I'm a custodian at the post Where? office as well. What do you do exactly? Clean up everybody's you know? mess and everybody's germs. What is a custodian? Can I tell you that that <laughs> world, that profession will never be out of business. You yeah, know that, right? Sure. Thank you very much uh, for being no. here. Thank you. Because you and keep making you? messes, Donnie. Um, I'm a registered nurse, President Good. Trump. I uh, work at a New Jersey hospital. It's called Virtual Willingboro Hospital. Right. Um, I also represent an organization of professional nurses. It's called the National Association of Catholic Nurses. Very good. But I want to tell you, sir, as a nursing supervisor, I am so in awe of your leadership. Honestly, oh uh, my I know God. many people have said oh my often God. interesting things, but it takes a true leader to be able to ignore all that stuff and do what is right and not be offended by all the words being said. I and love you. Really do show that positive spirit to us. And as nurses, I appreciate that. But just Thank as you. an individual, I'm grateful for that. Well, I'm for okay. the nurses. I'm for the doctors. I'm for everybody. We just have to make this China virus uh, go away, and it's happening. Please go ahead. Uh, I'm also a nurse. I represent Genesis Healthcare, which is a skilled nursing facility Good, sure. company. Um, I want to thank you and your administration for all the supplies and support and right. funding that you've given the skilled nursing units. Supplies. Um, without that, we couldn't do as well as we have done. Um, I spent some time in New Jersey. I live in West Virginia. Went to New Jersey and, and did some work there. And we finally started to see things change and turn around. I appreciate what you said because we have delivered billions of dollars of equipment that governors were supposed to get uh, and in many cases no. they didn't get. So the federal government had to help them and all of the people oh that God. did this incredible work. You they never the got federal government was bidding against them. You understand them. where it he came from. Thank you very governors. much. Thank you both. It's really nice. Mm-hmm. Please go ahead. I'm a police officer in Inglewood, Colorado. And I contracted COVID in late March. Listen to this. Thank you, Trump. Listen that to means this. we don't have to be afraid of you at all. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Once you recover, Let's laugh. You know, laugh. the whole thing with plasma happening. Plasma. That means your blood is very valuable. You know that, right? <laughs> Thank you very much. Great. Please. I'm a detention deputy at the Kern County Sheriff Department out in California. Great. And uh, I also contracted COVID um, into March and recovered from that also. How long was your problem um i was sick about 10 days really bad i got everything besides a cough um but recovered i was off work for a month and a half and i work in our local county jails did they do anything specifically to help you recover they gave me z-packs medication cough syrup okay and i won't even ask you about the hydroxychloroquine because (laughs) it's uh, Uh, it's a shame what they've done to that one but what they've done to that one i took the z-pack also and zinc 
I want to thank you all very much. It's an honor to have you in the White House. You're fantastic people. And the people you represent, you represent an incredible group of people. And uh, we love you all. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. I'm raising my hand right now. Go. Um. 175,000 people are still dead. 78. But who's counting? I thought it was uh, 180. Okay. But the, well, okay. All right, guys. You remember when Trump corrected Michelle Obama for getting the number? <laughs> Continue. My, my point is, my point is, is that there are, okay, let's go with 180,000. Probably more than that. Yeah. And he got those people in the White House to say yay so he could say yay to them you got COVID and survived and yay it's gross it's gross because Donald Trump still to this very day has not actually acknowledged all the people and for everybody who has passed away from the virus they have family and mm-hmm. everybody who's passed away from this virus they have friends. He has not acknowledged those families and friends. Not a single time. It is what it is. We're it's not going to forget. We're not going to forget. Democratic hoax. He's a 15 killer. Fifteen people. By the end of the week, it'll be down to zero. And he only brought them in there to make him look good. Yeah. Yeah, that's all he did. That's all he did. And yeah, and of I'm course, sorry well, if I'm angry about that, but you know, you it, should be. Uh, what was the nonsense with? Nikki Imagine Haley. how many people have died, how many doctors we've lost, how many future doctors we lost. I'm talking about the kids and the, and the teenagers and the college students, not just doctors, but also, you know, future lawyers, future yep. politicians, future leaders of this country. Imagine that. This is something that still upsets me. They're a death cult. But Joe, what were you going to say I- before we go to the break? Oh, I was saying also that the nonsense with uh covering up their racism by bringing on Tim Scott, Herschel mm-hmm. Walker, Jeez. Nikki Haley, you know, Kimberly yeah. go- g- Tinfoil. <laughs> uh you know, I mean they they bring these people on and say, see, we're not racist because we, we have black people here that'll say anything we yeah, ask them. That's to. exactly it, Joe. Well I, I mean I, that's bullshit. And yeah. and you know what killed me more? You know what kills me more? The mainstream media CNN, and and in some some cases MSNBC, saying, "Oh, they were such inspired speeches." No, they weren't. They were sycophantic little wimps going up there to try to legitimize racism. That's exactly what they're doing. That's exactly what they did. That's and, what it is. And legitimizing a, uh, the death. You know, you know, you know what those speeches were, were for? Those speeches were to tell white Americans that are racist. It's okay to be racist because I'm black and I'm get, telling you, you can be racist. Yeah. Yeah. That's what that was about. Make white grievance legitimate. Herschel Walker's speech, he basically said, he basically said Donald Trump was great because the NF, what was it, the, um, that, that, that football league? Oh, yeah, whatever it was. And, and I don't remember. It was like, oh, that doesn't make it okay. Donald Trump killed that football league. Oh, yeah. he was great because he got on a ride and went to see uh, uh, at Disney World and saw It's a Small yeah. World with his kids. 
in his suit. It's yeah, it's a wonderful guy. Yeah, like no father right. ever did that. Holy cow! Yeah. What All a right. fatherly. Uh, okay, never. Mind. Yeah. All right. I just want want to make one quick p- point about this. Uh, the the I'm going to paraphrase somebody. I, I tried to find the the post today. Um, uh, one of my African Americans, uh, African one of my African one of my African American <laughs> friends. Jesus, what has he done to my brain? One of my African American friends posted uh, that they did. You know these these speakers uh, of color at the RNC. They're not there to appeal to people of color to vote for Trump. They're there to make white people who support Trump make themselves feel like they're not racist. Exactly. Exactly. So, that's that's what he said. damn straight. Yeah. Yep. A- anyway, uh, on that note, we want, don't want to miss out on getting Trisec on. Uh, and Thank you, Destroyer Kirk. There we go. And we'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Friends, here's some exciting news. Everybody, I know you can believe in yourself. If you believe in yourself, you will know how to... Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Thanks up, everybody, for and now, on with the show. Loud noises! Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. Now you may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer-to-computer computer computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Oh, holy smokes. What a, what a, what a year, folks. <laughs> Welcome back to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, the Tuesday edition uh, RNC recap special. <laughs> it was like right-wing Muppet show taken over by Statler and Waldorf. Um <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Sam the Eagle, maybe. <laughs> um, and, uh, of course, uh, and actually, Donald Trump Jr. kind of sounded a little like Beaker last night, too. Um, <laughs> and, uh, of course, welcome back, Joe Santos of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hello. Hi, and for, for those of you that are maybe short of liquor, uh, you might want to watch Larry Kudlow. You get a contact drunk. <laughs> oh there you go. Uh, or, or Trump. Yosemites, Yosemites. Uh, and, of course, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C., the Beltway Bureau, the Bubble, the Swamp. Loud noises! <laughs> Welcome back. So, um, well, uh, hold on, hold on. I got it. I'm coming. Loud noises! I'm just going to keep landing. Why are we yelling? Yeah. <laughs> Um, what are you, are you looking for something there? Yeah, I was looking for my, um, joke, but we, oh. we can fit it in someplace else. Okay. Uh, and of course, uh, Trisec from the greater Boston area, of course, for Freedom's blog, Ask Yvette, uh, Mr. Pissed Off. <laughs> uh, welcome. Good evening, such that it is. Better to be pissed off than to be pissed on, is what I always say. So well, anyway, well, I don't know. Ask the president about that. Yeah. Oh well, yeah, you know, uh, yeah. Well, oh my God. 
Um, that's the you know the next uh, tape tape to drop. We 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 didn't even talk about Mary Trump's audio. I don't even I didn't even get that. I mean, it's been so so crazy. His sister. His sister and his aunt. Uh, yeah. His sister and his niece. Or her aunt. Her, her aunt. aunt. Her aunt. Yes. God. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I I just I just can't wait to be able to say this. Uh, All right, this fucking shit show is officially over on November third. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll see. But anyway, yeah. So try, uh, welcome. Uh, what, what did, I'm sure you, you, hey. uh, did you, did you like the, uh, the Kimberly Guilfoyle treatment, uh, from earlier? Oh my, that's a, that's a piece of work, isn't it? She, she's from the, uh, louder is truthier, uh, public speaking yeah. school. What are you talking about? Try what? You know Why where they, you, you know where they teach that, right? Trump university. Go pricks. Oh uh, yep. yeah, absolutely. Oh, uh, yeah. And maybe Liberty university. No, no. Oh, we haven't talked Liberty. about Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. You know, he's uh, apparently resigning uh, from Liberty University, but it should work out because he, he likes l watching things that he loves from afar have stuff happen to him. Oh. Well. You know? Becky with the gay beard. Her husband <laughs> resigned. Uh, yeah. I mean, and, and I loved it. I was looking for it. There was a meme that I think our, our friend Kathy shared earlier that I shared on my Facebook page, but it must have gotten pulled down or something. Um, but it showed uh, Jerry Falwell Jr., his wife, and mm -hmm. Trump standing in that in infamous thumbs-up picture in front of the Playboy uh, hanging on mm -hmm. the wall. And, um, you know, it said, you know, the party of family values, you know, it's okay if it's, you know, uh, a, a man, a woman, a pool boy, or a man, a woman, and a porn star. And, and I commented, you know, person, woman, <laughs> pool boy, man, <laughs> porn yeah. star. And but that that post seems to have disappeared because it's a great meme. Um, but uh, yeah, I hope I hope she didn't get dinged by Facebook or something like that. So you know, I, I want to put this out there. I do not care if a husband and a wife have some kind of kink thing going on. Yeah, I don't care. I don't care either. If 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 you can do something like that and make it work, more power to you. That's that, it's never been any of our concerns. It's the hypocrisy. The thing, the thing I yes, the thing that I do care about is that every student at Liberty University has to sign a pledge. They have to sign a pledge. I'm not going to have sex before marriage. I'm going to be, you know, just pure in my sexual, ex you know, it's the hypocrisy. Yeah, it, I mean, he, he wants the students to live by a certain set of standards that you know, uh, you know, treat women like garbage uh, in a patriarchal uh, capacity, and, um, and and you know, oh well, you know, uh, you can't. What is it? What did male and female coeds couldn't dance together? Yes, something like that. I mean, yes. oh yeah, yeah, it's uh, the Footloose School. Yeah, fucking puritanical bullshit. I would like to give credit for the board of directors at Liberty University. Not because I agree with Liberty University, but they actually said, yeah, you got to go, mofo. Well, and now Kayla, Chris, is saying uh, she heard mm. uh, he rescinded his res resignation. Is that true? He did. He did last night. It was a back and forth. 
he officially resigned this afternoon. Oh, okay. So he's gone. But the board of directors, they put him on leave. They put him on leave in the beginning of August. And so, you know, obviously there was some back and forth with all the legal and all that other BS. But the board of directors basically said, resign, resign. Mm -hmm. And I am not an evangelical supporter. Don't like them. But I just want to give them the emoticon, just the tiniest bit of credit for saying, you got to go, boy. You got to go. Yeah. Uh, little man. Well, all right. So, uh, but yeah, I, I, you know, I, I, uh, gotta say, you know, especially in, and I, I kind of talked to some of you guys about having a really bad interaction with a professor, uh, a, a transaction with a professor from Liberty University, and, uh, and I blocked them yeah. on Facebook. So, uh, yeah, useless, useless people, man. No, I, I, I just can't imagine. I mean, I live in a college town. You know what Boston is. And just the whole openness and liberality of everything around me here. I just can't fathom that type of so-called college environment. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know if I told you this before, but um, I have family in Boston. One of my un- uncles is a college professor. Was He's retired. Retired. Uh, my uncle, Dormand uh, Pickelsheimer, uh, was a professor at... Hmm. Boston University, I want to say. I can't remember. Um, not Cambridge. Um, but I think, yeah, I think Boston University. I don't know. Okay. But good guy. Um, uh, BU is good. Mr. Trice, I went to BU. So, uh, oh, there you go. And um, But no, I mean, it, it, I, so I know a fair amount about Boston. I've been to Cambridge. Um, uh, I loved Cambridge. Oh, no, Cambridge is not Boston. <laughs> oh, no, I know it's not. I, I'm just saying that's, that's, that's where I've been in Massachusetts. Yeah, no, I know what you so, mean. I know what you mean. Uh, but no, you know, in Cambridge, Cambridge is an awesome town, and I'm sure Boston is too. So, because, you know, Cambridge is definitely a goofy uh, college town, you know. Um, I mean, goofy in a good sense. Mm-hmm. So, but... Um, you know, and you know, and I've I lived in Kent, Ohio, for a very long time. Very, you know, I didn't go to school there. Mm-hmm. Susan did, there you go. but you know, I mean, very, very liberal town. Although there is a there's a burgeoning right wing movement in Kent uh, that I've kind of been spying on, especially in co- days of COVID, uh, who are are supporting businesses that are demanding people don't wear masks and stuff like that. It's ridiculous, but. But yeah, so anyway, I kind of went off there, but uh, but yeah, I'm I'm glad um, uh, I'm glad Jerry is going down in a flaming cocaine yacht. So, uh, you know, uh, you got yacht with his pants down. Hey. Nothing, nothing. <laughs> Sorry. Jeez, what a, this is a tough crowd. Um, I didn't get anything from my <laughs> Becky with the gay beard. I laughed. I totally laughed. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry I didn't get the joke. I tried. I said he he got yacht with his pants down. Yacht oh. instead of caught. <laughs> Cut. Never yeah. mind. Okay. I'm explaining right. jokes. I got it. I'm a failure. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, all right. So yeah, uh, but uh, let's see what else we have. To, uh, let's just change gears here. 
Um, uh, but yeah, so, uh, let, let's, let's do this because I don't know if we're going to have time in any other segments to discuss this because we're going to be checking in on the RNC later, everybody. We'll have audio, uh, direct audio Uh, feed. Do you Um, mean that we're going to play Hitler's speeches? What? Uh, and the post office, everybody, Representative Katie Porter, an, an American treasure. God damn it, uh, I love her. She shredded Postmaster General Louis uh, DeJoy yesterday. And it was a thing of beauty. This little low-life worm, what he doesn't know about the Postal Service, <sighs> unbelievable. This is absolutely just corrupt negligence and criminality what's going on listen to listen to her uh this is she don't mess with good teachers man <laughs> that's a uh, uh, professor she's, I should amazing. Say. she's yeah. amazing so uh so here we go here's a uh, katie porter you don't know the cost to mail a postcard <laughs> i don't what if I want to mail a, you said 55 cents for a first class stamp, but what if it's like one of those greeting cards that's a square envelope? Then what is the postage? I'll submit that I know uh, very little about a postage stamp. And what is the weight limit? You are more in the shipping logistics business. What's the weight limit for priority mail? 70 pounds. And what is the starting rate for U.S. Post Office, uh, USPS Priority Mail? The starting rate for what? USPS Priority Mail. Starting weight, uh, 14 ounces. No, the, 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 the rate, the price. Yeah. Thank you. I, I don't know. I don't know. Jeez. Do you know about, within a I million a or so, can you tell me bucks. how many people voted by mail in the last presidential election? No, I cannot. To the nearest 10 million? <laughs> He's laughing. I will Is be, that a no, I, Mr. DeJoy? I would be guessing, and I don't want to guess. He, he was laughing. Okay, so Mr. DeJoy, I'm concerned. Um, I'm glad you know the price of a stamp, um, but I'm concerned about your understanding of this agency. And I'm particularly concerned about it because you started taking very decisive action when you became Postmaster General. You started directing the unplugging and destroying of machines, changing of employee procedures, and locking of collection boxes. As a professor, I've always told my students that one of the most important rules in life is to read the instructions. Did you actually read and independently analyze the major overhaul plans before you ordered them to take effect? Again, I will repeat that I did not order major overhaul plans. The the items you identify were not directed by me. I did, and we don't need much analysis to to run your trucks to a schedule. 
the answer. Reclaiming my time, Mr. Joy, could you please tell me who did order these changes if U.S. Postmaster General did not? Because these changes have resulted in, and you have said yourself the, the, in this the, the Postal Service has been around for 250 years. There oh, were plans. There were many, many executives, almost uh, uh, 30,000 executives Reclaiming within the organization. Mr. And there are plans that existed uh, prior to my arrival that were continued, that were implemented. Mr. DeJoy, if you did not order these actions to be taken, please tell the committee the name of who did. I do not know. Mr. DeJoy, wow. did you analyze these plans before they went into effect. You as Postmaster General supervise whomever did, apparently. As, as I've stated numerous times, the plans were in effect and being implemented before I arrived. But Mr. DeJoy, do you take responsibility for these That's changes? I take responsibility from the day I sat in a seat for any service deterioration that uh, has 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 occurred. Um, it's asking Mr. about operate. You're asking well, about operational changes that go on throughout time. the whole organization around the around the country. Uh, Mr. I DeJoy, don't I'm reclaiming my time, sir. Mr. DeJoy, will you commit to reversing these changes? No. Mr. DeJoy, will you commit to, um, uh, if the independent, I want to switch to conflicts of interest quickly, will you commit that if the Inspector General finds that you committed misconduct with regard to your financial interests in any other company, such as XPO Logistics or Amazon, will you commit, if the Inspector General finds that you committed misconduct, will you commit to then resigning? Uh, I don't believe they will find misconduct, but I don't see uh, why I would commit here right now to resigning for any reason. Well, you don't think there's any reason that you should ever resign? No reason that I've heard here today. Oh my God. Okay, uh, Mr. Hunting Wabbits. Um, seriously, is he, is he Elmer Fudd? Uh, uh, it, it, you know, that seems to be his only qualification is that he's a stupid cartoon character. Um, yeah, Trisac, well, yeah, Trisac, you said it, his only qualification is what? Yeah, the, the size of his wallet. Yeah. This is 100% psychophant, I think is the correct pronunciation. We, we've seen this with dictators around the world. People who are politically reliable or do something significant for the person in power are rewarded. What is astonishing out of all this to me, Rain, is the uh, clear admission that he fucked things up. Mm. He, he, he openly admitted a couple times that he screwed up. Not in necessarily in this clip. Rain, you there? Yeah, I'm here. He's also denying it. But He's, it's clear yeah. he fucked it up, but he, he also basically said, oh, well, no, this is what I was dealt with when I came into the job in June. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just a reminder for Trump cultists, if you uh, inherit something like a booming economy, you don't get to take credit for it. Uh, but in this case, this was clearly uh, th this was by design. By the Trump administration to screw up the Postal Service. It's blatant. 
I mean, there's only like mm-hmm. two possibilities here. And the, you know, Occam's razor says, Joe, that this is exactly, it was designed to inhibit the flow of mail before the election. Right. That's exactly right. <clears throat> yeah. He just, he took, he took down uh, sorting machines. I worked in the post office in college. Those sorting machines were our lifeline. Without them, we couldn't make, make uh, trucks on time. And, and Joe, which ha- I, I have a question for you. The more modern sorting machines, weren't they the ones that, you know, incorporated, you know, when we went from five code, five, you know. To the nine. One oh two. You know, one oh two three for, yeah, to, to uh, nine codes. Is it plus four? These these are the sorting machines that do the nine codes that they're getting rid of. Hmm. No, I don't know that because I I worked at the post office. I don't know. Late sixties, early seventies, when I was in college. Well, so my, my uh, question, I don't know, but they, question, they were our lifeline. Yeah. My question would be if I was a, a, a representative in Congress. These sorting machines my, also include barcodes. The ones I'm talking about. I'm sorry, yeah. Kenny. I wanted to get that in there because this is important. Well, yeah. What I'm about to ask, I think, is is important as well. Is that how do you justify cutting overtime and removing mm-hmm. machines that arguably would lead to reducing overtime? I mean, those machines. Like Joe said, they were your lifeline. Yes, that's how it exactly. flowed. Exactly. How do you say? How do you then say? No, I'm not going to put these machines back, and we're still slicing overtime. I mean, the machines. I mean, that's that's so wasteful. These machines I are are, are valuable pieces of of equipment that have been destroyed. This is government waste and abuse in in scammery like I've never seen. Yeah. It's not just government waste. It's government abuse. I talked to our postal carrier. She's been since been moved to another route. Um, I asked her about this and I think I said it on the show. Um, I went to know what's what's going on. And she said, all of our overtime was cut back. All of it. We got no more overtime. And she said here in College Park in Maryland, um, our 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 post office is okay. And she said that uh, the problem is coming from the, um, the, you know, the centers. Yeah. Going back to what you were saying is, so the post office, DeJoy, I don't care what he says. He was the one who put the directive down to cut overtime. And then after that happened, that's when he started removing the mail processor. Come here. Tennessee's pissed. Oh, he's pissed. Say hi. You know, so it was after he, you know, he, he, he started removing the mail processor. Now we're getting a, a domino effect. So it's two things. First off, in my opinion, if I'm, I, I want to be proved wrong, but it's because Trump three months ago was saying, Oh, we can't have uh, vote by mail. On top of the fact that Republicans have wanted to privatize the post office for years, DeJoy has an invested interest in making sure that the post office is privatized. Yeah. 
Um, but I, yeah. I mean, you know, but I, I mean, I, I, I don't know if anybody asked that question, but it, you know, I would love to see, you know, how does it make sense to, you know, take away the machines that possibly would save thousands, if you know, not, you know, hundreds of thousands of man hours, Joe. Well, yeah, <clears throat> that means that, uh, that means that mail that isn't proper. Look, I, that's what I used to do. Mail that's not properly coded or doesn't have zip codes and stuff. We had to sort that by hand. Yeah. And we used to sit on benches and have big uh, yeah. uh, sorting uh, bins in front of us. And we'd have to sort them by zip code. Uh, it, it was a daunting thing. It slows down the mail tremendously. And you have deadlines. I mean, every, every night I was there. That's why I was there because they used to have us at night because there was trucks backed up to the dock waiting for mail to be loaded on the trucks that we were sorting so that they be, could be put on buses to go to various places in the state. Yeah. And the buses left at yeah. a certain time, and if you didn't get the mail out on the docks, the mail didn't go that night. You know, um, So if you had to slow it down by sorting it by hand, well, that mail didn't get out that night. Well, to put a finer yeah. point on it, he's removed overtime. Joe was talking about yeah. overtime. Yeah. yeah. Well, in... Yeah, it, it might shed a little light just to know what we're talking about here. I used to work in a mailroom, so I was at the receiving end, not the sending end. But we had high-speed processing machines there, too. The thing we're looking at is what's called a multi-line optical character reader, and it is capable of processing 55,000 number 10 envelopes, regular standard envelope, per hour. That's the capacity that's lost. Yeah. 55,000 envelopes an hour. Well, it, how, many people, how many people? Well, no, this is just a once it's at the once it's at the post office, it goes through mm -hmm. that high speed sorter. The OCR reads the zip code and it routes it appropriately. Fifty five thousand envelopes per hour per machine. Yeah. Well, yeah, we're, we're going to have to go to so, break. You know, now that all has to be done by hand or. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Caitlin Chris says, I wonder where the more. sorting machines are going uh, to the company he owns. No, they are sitting out in like parking lots, stripped and gutted. Uh, there's been pictures of the them. ones in Boston were destroyed. Yeah, they're, they're being destroyed. I mean, Nine machines came out of South Boston and they were destroyed. Wanton abuse. So anyway, um, uh, just de definitely had to cover that. But yeah, we're we're running late here. We got to get to the Green <laughs> News Report. Um, and we'll be back and we'll do some name calling. Uh, and I don't know. Um, we'll, uh, we'll figure out something. Maybe I'll just play audio clips for everybody. Again, that seemed to be a hit before. Yeah. I'll try and find another movie that I have, uh, clips from. Uh, anyway, break time. We'll be right back with, uh, lots more. Turn up the night right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Occasionally I get a jerk like you here, so thank you. KennyPick.com. Tuesday, August 25, 2020. Laura is forecast to strengthen, possibly into a major hurricane, before making landfall along the Texas or Louisiana coast. Twin storms pummel the Gulf Coast. 
Northern California fires rage out of control. Plus, we can and we will deal with climate change. 2020 Democratic National Convention touts climate action. All of that touting and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. The Trump administration finalized plans to open up the Arctic National Wildlife Refuge to drilling. It marks a major step towards reviving fossil fuel development in an area that has been untouched for three decades. Untouched for three decades? For a second, I thought they were talking about Mike Pence. Oh, snap! Bing, 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 bing! This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, you have long warned about multiple disasters happening all at once, and that doesn't even include the Republican National Convention. (laughs) This is true, and here we are. Multiple simultaneous disasters, storms and wildfires, and a pandemic all at once. First, two storms are hitting the United States Gulf Coast in the span of just 48 hours. It's extremely rare to have two storms simultaneously churning in the Gulf. Hurricane Marco hit Louisiana as a tropical storm on Monday, bringing heavy rains and flooding. And as we go to air, Laura is now a serious threat to Louisiana and Texas, likely to hit midweek. In a press conference, Louisiana Governor John Bell Edwards warned that the state's emergency response is already strained by the pandemic and residents should not get complacent. The temporal proximity and the geographic proximity uh, of these storms uh, pose a challenge that, quite frankly, we've not seen before. Uh, And as a result, we don't know exactly what to expect. The National Hurricane Center warns that no matter where Laura ultimately makes landfall, quote, winds, storm surge, and rainfall hazards will extend far from the center. And yes, man-made climate change does play a role, according to Washington Post weather editor Andrew Friedman on PBS NewsHour. The Atlantic sea surface temperatures are so much warmer than average right now. So instead of giving just regular gasoline to these storms, you're essentially giving them rocket fuel. Bing, 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 bing. Meanwhile, a state of emergency in California, where more than one million acres have burned, driven by extreme heat and high winds. In just one week, two fires in Northern California exploded into the second and third largest fires in the state's history. Mm. State officials say they are struggling to combat the unprecedented number of fires across the state. There's not enough equipment or personnel to fight them. Plus, the coronavirus pandemic has curtailed the number of state prisoners that are available to man fire crews. And I suspect the coronavirus pandemic has also limited the number of shelters, whether it's the fires in California or the storms down in the Gulf Coast shelters that people can safely go to and social distance within. And yes, the storms that exploded over the past few days in California and Colorado show clear influences of man-made global warming. Multiple lines of evidence show how a warming and drying climate is increasing the size and severity of fires throughout the United States West. Yeah, but Donald Trump said it was because we didn't rake the leaves in our forest floors here in California. Yeah, he keeps saying that. I think he needs to come up with some new insane material. Oh, that's not insane enough? 
action on man-made climate change was woven throughout the Democratic National Convention to formally nominate Joe Biden for president last week. In his acceptance speech, Biden placed climate among the top four of the biggest issues facing the nation, along with the pandemic, the economy, and systemic racism. Biden has proposed a comprehensive $2 trillion plan to solve the climate crisis and lift the U.S. economy out of the downturn that has been caused by the coronavirus pandemic and create new jobs by transitioning the nation to clean energy no later than 2050. We can and we will deal with climate change. It's not only a crisis, it's an enormous opportunity, an opportunity for America to lead the world in clean energy and create millions of new good-paying jobs in the process. Finally, some strange but good news in Alaska. Just weeks after releasing an environmental report minimizing the impact of the controversial proposed pebble mine, the Trump administration on Monday suddenly paused the permitting process, giving the mine's developers 90 days to explain how they would offset damage to the world's most prolific salmon fishery. Apparently, Trump's son Don Jr. and a few Fox News personalities have been lobbying for the change. Well, I guess that's all it takes. If Fox News is against it, so is Donald Trump. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find, follow, and share us planet-wide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. We're on a truncated schedule here at the Green News Report during our convention coverage, so we will see you next month. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Hi, everybody. This is Kenny Pick, and you're listening to Radio for Humans. Oh, the humanity. Radioforhumans.com. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com. He even talks honky. He delivered PP&E to our brave frontline workers. Mm. Loud noises! God, mentally impaired DJ TJ. What is going on? Uh, yeah, so uh, the drugs. That's what's going on, Ken. Answer your own cocaine. question there. Uh, cocaine is a hell of a drug. Um, <laughs> so I uh, haven't played that in a while. Uh, it was shocking, um, you know, considering, uh, you know, this administration. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. That's right. So... <laughs> Uh, let me see. All right. So, yeah. Uh, welcome back to the show. Uh, Trisec, Greater Boston Area. Hello, sir. Hello. Good evening. And uh, Tennessee is all excited because his mommy came to see him. And, of course, uh, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C. Welcome back. Hi. Hi. And Joe Santorso, Scranton, Pennsylvania. Our guy Tuesday. Are you ready to, to, to have a Scrant- Scranton party? Woo-hoo. Joe. Joe. He's he's lighting candles. He's lighting candles. Did he, did he lose power? 
He's mm. lighting candles uh, for the screen party. So. It's a party. All right, let's see. He's putting um, out napkins. And he's probably having issues, probably trying to talk and we can't hear him or something. Um, so anyway, we'll just wait until we hear Joe chime in here. Uh, but yeah, I don't know if we have any mm -hmm. birthdays. I'm not sure. Uh, I'm going to check. Um, new Facebook actually shows me birthdays a lot easier than it used to. But no, nobody who's directly related to the show. So please let us know in the chat room. Uh, but Joe, are you back with us? I don't see him. Uh, that's strange. Oh, I oh, see him. He's there, but yeah, I see him. He's, but... Seriously, he's yeah. setting up the party. He the is. Swanton it's going to be a great party. So. Yeah, and it's going to have little pigs in a blanket. Oh, that's too good. Uh, eh, Scranton, the Electric City. Uh, let's go ahead and play that until we uh, hear from Joe. Uh, so here... Oh, there it is. It's right here. They call it Scranton. What? The Electric City. Scranton. What? The Electric City. Lazy Scranton. The Electric City. They call it that because of the electricity. The city's laid out from east to west, and our public parks and libraries are truly the best. Call poison control if you're bit by a spider. But check that it's covered by your health care provider. Plenty of space in the parking lot, but the little cars go in the compact spot. Snack attack time. Don't lose your head. We like Cuginos for the tasty bread. They call it Scranton. What? The Electric City. 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 Scranton. What? Yeah, there you go. Joe, I think you're back. There you are. You know, there's a video out there of Joe Biden dancing to that. Oh, I I'm sorry. So. Hi, Joe. Uh, I had a little back. accident. At <laughs> break. Oh, okay. Uh, I stepped in something I shouldn't have and had to change oh. my socks. Uh -oh. oh. Oh. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. uh, yeah. <clears throat> well, anyway. anyway. So I thought, well, we could do. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to locate all of my. Uh, clips from the office actually I thought uh, we, we would do that um, oh yeah and let me see if I can find that uh, oh yeah here we go I think I found the, the file location there we go um, yeah so uh, uh, oh shit I keep finding clips everywhere of the office uh, but not yeah. all of the clips in one spot but anyway, yeah, so uh, let's go ahead and we'll play your jingle and buy me another minute here uh, while I find this. <laughs> uh, so here we go. Go to Scranton with me. Big place where dreams come true. There is no such thing as an appropriate joke. That's why it's a joke. I say it ain't so joke. I'm going to have to be taking your car today. See, I have some top-secret clown business that supersedes any plans that you might have for this here vehicle. Here we go. <laughs> Buckle up. It's going to be a bumpy one. We can jam and Joe's garage. What's the matter, kid? Don't you like clowns? All right. Now let me get back to the jingles cart. I'm, I'm, I'm doing it, guys. It's it's happening. Uh, so here All we go. All right. Let's get straight to the All business. All right. Where are you starting tonight, Joe? Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go over to Chattango because there's only like a handful. A handful. 
Sure. So, uh, <clears throat> over there is, uh, I don't know, Rain, I think you know this one. Bobber? Uh, what? What the hell going on here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bobber's, Bobber's not there. Bobber's, okay, there's, there's Kenny, Kenny Pick. Yeah, baby! Here we go! <laughs> okay, and, of course, Ken Sr. Uh, oh, hi, Dad. Am I a hero? I really can't say, but yes. So. <laughs> oh, you're a hero. Uh, okay, there is... Well, so a... Actually, everybody who's come over to Discord. Yeah, most get... people have come over. Yeah, we're, we're getting people yeah. there. So. Uh, let's see, there's me and then President. Uh, My God! Okay, it's happening. Everybody, stay calm. What's the procedure, everyone? everyone? What's the procedure? Stay calm. Wait, 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 wait. Everybody, you calm down. <laughs> That's one of my favorites. I think, that, I think that president actually came up. <clears throat> oh, okay. Oh, okay. Well, I'm. I, I'll, I'll skip him when I get there. Rain. Oh. oh God uh, damn it! I'm on Discord. Skip me. Uh. You gotta okay. be kidding me. <laughs> Theo. Uh, Theo. Theo. Okay, I'm gonna go over I think here. we got everybody over to Discord. Chanting. I think so, because there's only, there's only like a handful. Like, the only ones over there, really, I don't see anybody that's not on Discord. Yeah, Theo? I'm not, Maybe I'm not saying... Theo? I, President? I don't know. I think they're over on Discord. Okay, so let's which go over good. here. Which is good. Um, we have, uh, Michelle is playing Atlas, if that counts, but fight, Michelle. Fight, 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 <laughs> fight. And I'm sure Miles is not far behind. Go! Fuck! Oh! <laughs> wow. Uh, okay, we have, uh, Adam. Or, uh, Adam. Oh, wow. could, or it could be a Adam, I guess, right? He could be uh, Adam. Andy, Andy Adam. Herbert. <laughs> yeah. I think we can call him Adam Plasma. Adam. Adam. Adam Plasma. Uh, okay, Trisec. Trisec. Who's oh, Trisec. We're going to have to come up with a good one for uh, Trisec. Here we go. I oh, dear. declare bankruptcy! <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. Which I—that's for Donald Trump, though. Uh, so anyway, let's get our music back. Okay. Here. Uh, oh yes, and and Sir Robin, Trojan Rabbit. Oh, well, we'll we'll uh, we'll give him something else. Uh, but for right now, uh, retaliation, tit for tit. That is not the expression. <laughs> so well, it should be. No, well, it should be. Not the expression. <laughs> I think there's there's a tat there somewhere, isn't there? Oh no. Uh, yeah. All right, uh, Caitlin Chris. Uh, Caitlin Chris. Uh, Guess what? Never gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> Clinster. <gasps> There's about three news alerts for nip slip. Hey. For what? Nip oh, slip. Oh, okay. I don't know how those get on there. Well, uh, that must be hackers. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what they all say. All right, Foxfire. Uh, In nature, there's something called the food chain. It is where the shark eats the little shark, and the little shark eats the littler shark, and so on and so on and so on, until you get down to the single cell shark. 
Yeah. Oh, so that's the, oh. RN, that's the RNC, isn't it? Wow. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a Republican right. convention. We have Cat. Some people have evil dreams. Some people have selfish dreams or wet dreams. My dream was in the right place. Yeah. All right. Okay. We have uh, Living on Long Island. Ah. So when, uh, ah. when did you set up shop? Oh, I opened this place after I came back from Vietnam. Ooh, Vietnam. I hear it's lovely. all right morty uh morty is sleeping i think and we meet at the denny's and we compare notes no i never said denny's ihop no i i said you know how i feel about it don't start don't socialist i don't want to get into this debate again okay i enjoy ihop (laughs) i'll have a cup of coffee you will have pancakes and you'll like it <laughs> Socialist. He's, he's sleeping at either the Denny's or the IHOP. Oh, or, okay. you know, it could be the Moffle House. Oh. <laughs> Olo. Olo. Who hey. has two thumbs and likes to bone your mom? <laughs> this guy! <laughs> <laughs> oh, you are so bad. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember him. Right. I think we did President and Theo, right? Yeah. No, we didn't. Didn't we? Yeah, we did. We no, we okay, didn't. Pre- we we pre- them. skipped them. Okay, all right, so President. From Tango to now. Well, all okay, right. President. I have a President's lot of questions. Here. Number one, how dare you? Yeah, so. Uh, wow. <laughs> okay, Theo. Uh, let me see. Uh, let, me, let me find. Uh, oh, yeah, th- uh, here's a good one. Um, hey, send me that link to the monkey sex video. I'm going to forward it like it's hot. Oh, that was <laughs> Donald Trump Jr., wasn't it? Yeah. Okay, we have Von Hammer. Uh, Von Hammer. Oh, let's let's make this one good. Uh, Let me see. Get back to the extras cart. Um, What's this? Uh, He specializes in free speech issues. uh, (laughs) That one's not that great. Um, Oh, wait a second. Oh, this one. I like it. Kind of like a kid's birthday party. And you go, and there's really nothing for you to do there. But the kids having a really good time, so you, you're kind of there. That's that's kind of what it's like. It's <laughs> a good one. Okay, we have uh, jaded, j- jaded Faye. Excuse me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, and Nightbird. It smells like cookies. Yes, it does. <laughs> yes, it does, oh. my friend. Oh. oh, it's classic. <laughs> oh, and oh, wait, and and wait, wait, wait. Francie's here. Plus, bonus, it's yes, really, really is. funny. And not only is she here, she's got a couple of birthdays. It's a nice little farm. She does. Sometimes she does use it for sex. <laughs> so we can't forget her birthdays. All right, what are they? They are. Wait, now I have to go back. Uh, Drew. Yesterday. Okay, here. Drew was Drew. 31 yesterday. That's Sarah's sweetie. And our Shaney is 28 today. Shanny. Shanny. Shanny? Yeah. Sh- Shanny? Happy birthday. Happy okay. birthday. Shanny and Sarah's sweetie, Drew. All right, very good. Here's your birthday banner, family members. This Yay. is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Thank you. 
Thank you, all dear friends, for coming to my birthday! And what the hell? Bravely boats a robin from Camelot. <laughs> he was not afraid to die. The theme of 2020. He was not at all afraid to be killed in nasty ways. Brave, 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 brave Sir Robin. He was not in the least bit scared to be mashed into a bowl. Or to have his eyes gouged out, and his elbows broken. To have his kneecaps split, and his body burned away. And his limbs all hacked and mangled, brave Sir Robin. His head smashed in and his heart cut out and his liver removed and his bowels unplugged and his nostrils raped and his bottom burnt off and his beak. Oh, wow. That's a... Uh, that's enough music for now, lads. <laughs> Don't save penis in this house! Yeah. And that's okay. one to grow on. There we go. Little house cleaning here, though. Uh, we'll, we'll Michelle says Heather is here too. We didn't oh. get her. So Heather. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, hey, let me let me get back. Heather. To, let me get back Heather, to my extras cart, and uh, I, I don't know that it, how we made. Why did we miss? What were the chances? We the chances of us missing her were. It's really incalculable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know because she's not on on any list. And this, you know what I noticed? I the bot, the Fran- Titan bot. Francie, Francie, yeah. and uh, Francie and Heather don't appear on the list. They don't. They come, they, they they come, come in as bots. Yeah, as bots. Well, the and that's yeah. yes. Uh, uh, just uh, I don't know how to remedy that. I know other people mm. have showed up as bots. Basically, Titan Titan is the robot moderator for our channel to prevent like hackers and stuff coming in or something like that. Uh-huh. Um, but it also is it, like it, it allows people who don't officially have Discord accounts to make comments. I don't know how it works. So, um, oh, that makes uh, sense. So yeah, so that that's what it is. Hmm. It, the, the Titan kind of allows people to come in like a back door to our our channel here. So I don't know how that that happens. But no, you're oh, not bots. You but the bot door. the bot I did. Um, it, but, uh, yeah. The, but I the, see they have, they have Discord names, like Franny, Francie has Fran. I don't Oman, understand. Oman, yeah, I don't understand how that works. Uh, maybe I, they have to be added as friends or something, or, or there, there might be some step that I'm, I'm missing for them to be part of what's going on here. So, um, I don't know. I'll, I'll try and fix it on this break. Um... But uh, it doesn't have to be this break. It can wait until Friday. next break. <laughs> Retaliation. No, oh, that is not the expression. I, no, I, I said you said it doesn't have to be this break. I said, no, we can wait till next break. Oh, I, I. It was all. Everybody okay. was was being funny. It's being good. silly. Yeah. So, oh no, guys, the RNC has started. No. Oh, yeah, I did check. Oh, are, we're missing Rand. I turn. I went dark because I oh, turned my TV as soon as no. it started. We we we're missing but Rand they, Paul, Randy, Ribcage, okay. Randy. Guess what? They pulled the speaker tonight. Oh, oh who they pull? It, oh well, you know it, the tell well. Me, tell me who it was. Well, was it the guy who was arrested? No, 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 no. Um, it was a woman, Menendez. She was supposed oh. to speak, but she tweeted a. A uh, QAnon tweet ah! tonight, <laughs> <laughs> and they pulled her at the last minute. 
It's called. Oh, you know what that's called, guys? Oh, Jesus. Cancel culture. Oh, yeah, yeah that's what they they you call that cancel culture. I think. I think she's gonna have she, to. She's gonna have to get revenge. Retaliation. Dit for tit. Yeah. That yeah. Is because not she tweeted discussion. something tonight, so they pulled her speech, mm-hmm. and they canceled her culture. Oh. That wasn't the same. How about that? Who's that? Wasn't the same woman who was supposed to speak who said my son should be. No, no, she's going to speak. She's the one that has a biracial son who says that. Yeah, her her son should be profiled, and any cop would be stupid not to profile because he's got dark skin. I mean, come on. That's awesome. That makes perfect sense. Sure, put her on. Her white sons, her white sons, her white sons will be just you know they'll they'll like look like geeky little white kids, but her dark son will be white kids will grow two feet taller and be intimidating and dark. He's gonna be a monster brown guy. Yeah, that's gonna totally scare the police. And if I were them, I'd shoot him on sight. Yeah, they're picking some real quality individuals here. Wow, these are good people. These are good. This was yeah. the uplifting one we were going to have, right? As opposed to the Democrats. You oh, know, fuck. I have the best bottom of the barrel scraping skills you have ever seen. Strongly scraping the bottom of the barrel. I have to correct you. I have the best. I have the best bottom of the barrel scraping that I enjoy. There's a lobster farmer on. <laughs> I, can't, I can't watch. I just I can't watch this shit show. Oh, so yeah, no, this, no. this one, Joe, I'm with you. I I tried last night. I talked to. I'm I into it. You guys, I'm into it. I talked it. to you guys. I I couldn't. I couldn't. It's it's so hateful. I, I'm and into I, and it I know because that gonna I need to see what the over enemies... backwards on CNN to try to find something positive that was said, some great yeah. speech or some some powerful thing that happened. But it's all shit show. Oh yeah. Yeah, um, Fox News cut away from it more than CNN did. Did you know that? <laughs> I know, I what? know. Yeah, I know. Fox oh, News cut they away had for- five million less viewers than the Democrats. Yeah, on night one. Oh, ratings, ratings. Try, try. Did you watch it? <laughs> what? Uh, I was asking. Try. Oh, I'm sorry. What? I call for everybody who's listening. I call David. Try. Yeah. <laughs> did you um i did not listen to one second of it no i was doing <laughs> scouting things last night oh. i you know I, I i had to nurse a split end back to health and i really had to shampoo my hair and stuff so i could uh, yeah. well you get a ba- you get a merit badge <laughs> in smart well as <laughs> i was saying i am doing this every night that i can including when the show wraps tonight because I want to see what the enemy's strategy is. I understand I'm that. I'm fascinated by yeah. this and how badly they're doing at it and how they're not cleaning the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, I like my TV too much to watch it. They don't even I'm watching a, it uh, online. I'm watching it online. Uh, better. I like know? my computer too much to watch it. Well, <laughs> they don't uh, even have a pop filter on the on the mic. Like to stop some of it. Come on their Maybe in a dumpster. Mm, I'm glad somebody heard that. Mm. <laughs> I heard it. <laughs> There's a woman who looks just like Hillary Clinton on right now. Oh my God, Clinton for Trump. <laughs> um, she's for oh, she's a milk farmer. Um, so well, from yeah, of course she is. 
small middle American town, my cute farmer from Grantsburg. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, I'm reading the subtitles. Um, I, I, can anyway. we gel and try? I The thing that amazed me, I didn't watch it. And, and Ken, I told you, well, I told you guys, all you guys, I can't watch it. Coming back to the, you know, the clips that I saw, I still cannot get yeah. over the fucking hellscape that -hmm. they're trying to say that will happen if Mm. Biden gets elected. And going backwards, I I just look at, and I I said it earlier, we're kind of already in that hellscape. Well, yeah, they're broadcasting images from the present saying that that's what's going to happen under Joe Biden. It's insane. It's insane. But Francie, yes, you are logged in. We can see you now. I don't know if uh, Heather can do the same thing, but yeah, that's that's all it takes is just logging in. So anyway, we're going to go ahead and go to the break. When we come back, we will check in with the RNC and check out some of the fine speeches from the, the presenters. I'm sure it'll be a thrill ride. Um, but, uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, so here we go. Break time. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Let's take a look at a genuine American. I want you to meet Kitty Pick. He's proud of his country, but prone to take his liberties for granted. He's aware that someone must assume responsibility for the liberty, for our free way of life. Yet, when there's a job to be done, Kitty Pick, like so many Americans, is apt to ask, why me? And now, on with the show. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Only macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Oh boy, it's going to be real interesting right now. Uh, Larry Larry Kudlow is is speaking right now at the RNC. I uh, got a little little clip of him uh, speaking. Here here we go. Uh, uh, for an extra hundred dollars, eight hundred dollars. Twelve, twelve hundred dollars, three hundred bucks. Put up an extra dollar, uh, the extra hundred dollars. About eight hundred dollars, seven hundred dollars to eight hundred. Um, about twelve hundred dollars. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> what? What the hell going on here? Uh, yeah. So anyway, welcome back to the show. Uh, Rain for Freedoms Blog, Washington D.C. Welcome back. Yep, called on her too soon. Uh, Trisec, uh, Greater Boston Area for Freedom's blog. Ask about Welcome back, sir. Well, Trisec is here holding down the fort. Excellent, excellent. Uh, we have uh, some uh, some of your uh, associate producers there with you, or no? Lemonade? Mm-hmm. No, not this no. evening. I okay. picked one up earlier ago, but she was not interested in making any oh. noises. Oh, so, uh, but anyway, uh, and of course, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania. That math that uh, Larry Kudlow did is—it's uh, really incalculable. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's uh, 
Yes. And how it's like you learned that in the United States. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, of course, you know. Uh, that's where God you learn God bless the United States. Oh, who's Sheesh. this goofy goofball that they just trotted out? John Peterson, owner of a second-generation metal. Oh, oh, there's one. Metal fabrication. Uh, is that lemonade? There's one. Yeah, yeah, she's the one. She's the talkative one. All right. And Very good. Rain, you're back with us now? I'm back. I have ice cream. Oh, okay. There you go. Uh, yeah, that's good. Did that's I hear good. one of one of Tri's little... Yeah, lemonade. Yes. Oh, my God. You have ice cream. He has lemonade. Aw. Lemonade. Yeah, so, there you go. Lemonade. So, uh, well, I'll tell you... Your argument is irrelevant. Yes, exactly. Uh, no argument whatsoever from from me. Uh, all right. Well, let's uh, let's go ahead and uh, check in here. Uh, oh, oh, who's this? Who's this on the screen uh, right now? Oh, there's a female speaker uh, coming out for the RNC. Hang on one sec. Before the sun sets on her sixteenth birthday, she will prick her finger on the spindle of the spinning wheel and fall into a sleep like death. A sleep from which she will never awaken. Wow, that 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 was serious. That was serious stuff. That, uh, nice and upbeat. Uh, the RNC rain, don't you think? That was Kaylee McEnany, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and uh, well, let's see. I think we might have some more here. Uh, 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 oh, let's. Oh, yeah. They're they're going. They're they're coming and going real quick. They're just like trotting them out one after the other on the stage. Who's this guy? Oh, what. That is a hell of a mustache he has. Meine Arbeit für Richtigkeit. Ob du glaubst, dass ich fleißig gewesen bin, dass ich gearbeitet habe, dass ich mich in diesen Jahren für dich eingesetzt habe, dass ich anständig meine Zeit verwendet habe im Dienste meines Volkes. Gib du jetzt deine Stimme ab. Wenn ja, dann tritt für mich ein, so wie ich für dich eingetreten bin. Nein, nein. <lacht> Uh, <laughs> ach, tongue. Um, so, uh, yeah, that was, that was, yeah, I don't know, but, uh, uh oh, oh. I, I, yeah, go ahead. I don't know about that. Rain, rain, no what? offense, but, you know, they, they could be talking about puppies and bunnies and how they love babies and lying in the sun in fields of flowers, but if it's in German, it sounds evil. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, wait, wait, hold on. It, definitely. It, yeah, I agree. It's a very harsh language. I started to learn it. It is. And I stopped. Uh, um, you know, I still remember newspaper Zeitgung. Um, I so. I the joke that that sounded like my grandfather. So. Yeah, well, there you go. No offense, no offense taken. Uh, and, uh, oh, let's see. Oh, oh, oh okay. Here we go. They got some, it uh, looks like a comedian coming out here. Uh, I wanted to say a few words about excellence. What makes a work environment excellent? Well, there are many things, I believe, that do such a thing of that nature. <laughs> and one would be humor. What is the difference between a salesman and a saleswoman? And now, the black guy from the Police Academy movies, a robot. <laughs> Michael Winslow. Anyone? Car starting. <laughs> yeah, wow. They, they top, top-notch <laughs> comedy there. My goodness. 
Yeah, oh, they're just, you know they 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 they've got it's loaded with speakers tonight. And uh, I, oh oh, I actually think that was the speech that Trump Jr. was going to give until he did the coke. Oh yeah, and he said that could be. Let's go, let's go with the new one. That could be. Oh oh, hold on a second. They're debuting a brand new uh, Trump campaign ad here. Uh, this is interesting. Who's this ginger guy? Today is the end of the Republic. The end of a regime that acquiesces to disorder. At this very moment, in a system far from here, the new Republic lies to the galaxy while secretly supporting the treachery of the loathsome resistance. This fierce machine which you have built, upon which we stand, will bring an end to the Senate, to their cherished fleet. All remaining systems will bow to the First Order and will remember this as the last day of the Republic. I'm Donald Trump, and I approve this message. There you go. <laughs> was, was that Sebastian oh, great. Gorka? Uh, yeah, that was Sebastian great. Gorka. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm holding for general hugs. Um, anyway, yeah. So Good, good call on that one, Try. So, uh, but now, of course, you know, in case you didn't get it, those were all jokes. And, uh, but no, this is, uh, this is seriously, I, I, I want to talk about this and, and I really want to break this down, uh, because I'm, I'm watching it again tonight, right now, as we speak on my, on my other computer God and, speed. and it, it, what, I mean, this presentation hmm. is so boring. It is so utterly boring. There, every the the great thing about the DNC was the background was always evolving. the The faces, the 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 um, what do you what what you call it? The the diversity uh, of the the participants was was it was beautiful yeah, they had and black people. represented. It, it, well, yes, of course, um, <laughs> and. Um, but you know what in the production value again two cameras here we go we're doing the pullback from camera two right now now we've got a pre-tape thing old white guy in uh, uh you know in a courtroom okay what? that's fun i don't know there's an old guy in a courtroom right now um but uh you know i, I mean it, they're they're really and again, you remember the promise of the prominent Democrats? Have we seen them yet? Yeah. Any of them shown up yet? Um, hold on one second. Let me. Uh, let me. Uh, I, I think I have. No, no, no. Here it is. Here, here's the list of. Uh, I just keep hearing lemonade. I know, and I love it. I love it. But uh, no, okay. Wait a minute. Here, here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Here's the here's the list of uh, uh, prominent Democrats that are speaking. <laughs> oh, Kenny. There you go. Jiminy died years ago. Loud noises. That's what Joe heard. The loud noises mm -hmm. in his car from Jiminy, 
and pulled over. <laughs> I, I did. I love talking about. I was just talking to. I was. I think was I talking to Susan? Maybe I was talking to Dad about that. I don't know. But I, I just like I was for some reason. Um, we were discussing, or maybe I was talking about it on a geeky guys and gals. I don't know. It was it was hysterical. But yes, I talk about Jiminy to this day, uh, wherever we are, Jiminy. because it's such a funny story. Because I didn't, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't care, and it was so funny that you know we were, and then we talked about the ghost of Jiminy and all that stuff. I mean, it was it was su- it's it's one of those show memories that you gotta love. Like like way back in the day when Jacob Dean, um, yeah. it, it, the the cell phone got thrown out the window. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. The, I, I mean, one of those things. It's it's like the stuff of legend from from doing uh, doing talk radio, you know. But it, but Joe having to pull his car over, looking for the cricket inside the car. I know. <laughs> We've traced the cricket. It's coming from inside the car. Um. So <laughs> it's coming from Washington D.C. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So I, this is actually really a true story that we're going to have to together someday. Oh, you know, where, where I, I, oh my God, the research that would have to go into that, <laughs> yeah. uh, going back through old podcasts and everything. Oh dear Lord. Uh, it's out there uh, folks. Go to sound. Kenny pick on SoundCloud. Um, <laughs> it, it's all there. Oh, here's the woman. Here's the woman racially, racially profile. My son, Abby Johnson, oh, <laughs> this woman. Oh yeah. my God. So, Oh, now she used to be. She, oh, she was a pro-life activist. Yeah. She's a pro-life activist, and she volunteered at Planned Parenthood, whatever. So, uh, anyway, whatever. Um, but no, but no. Back to the the production of this thing. The, the I I lost count of all the mistakes in in amateur screw ups that have gone on on this. I mean, at one point, it was like shaky cam all over the place. Um, like, they didn't have a proper gimbal. Yes, I know what a gimbal is. Um, to, to you know, have seamless zooms and things like that. Um, there And Sanjay Udoshi, when I was doing the uh, doctor, Sanjay Udoshi, who is going to be part of our watch party on Thursday... Uh, with the the main event, <laughs> um, he 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 pointed out he was like yeah they literally have two cameras, two cameras in one room and not only that but I don't know if anybody saw the lighting rigs. It looks like they've moved the lighting rigs from the from night one, but this room i mean it's it's like the columns what what is this uh, this is uh, do you guys uh, where is it being filmed does I, I, anybody know it's where is it coming from it, it, it's uh yeah i, I remember susan they do you remember the do you, melon center yeah the melon Washington. yeah the mel- melon yeah oh, okay. cuz i was going to say okay. carnegie cuz uh, we have carnegie melon uh, in pennsylvania or pittsburgh but right? they moved it tonight but, i think uh, some, the rose garden and jerusalem well, yeah, well, this, this everything but, okay, it's that every all of the lead up is coming from the Mellon Center. That's where they are right now. They've got the flags all in the background, mm-hmm. the same, the columns mm-hmm. back there, yeah. and everything. Yeah. And I, 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 and I don't know. I just looked it up. Are you sure they're at the Mellon Auditorium? The auditorium connects two wings of the William Jefferson Clinton Federal Building. Yeah. Well, that would oh make sense. Oh my god. 
<laughs> that's hysterical. Are you sure that's where they are? Well, let me tell you. Let me tell you. The 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 uh, th- there. I see lighting rigs. I see lighting rigs. Like um, just, and it looks bad. And the and not only uh, that, but the columns in there, uh, the marble columns, they look like they're just covered in like dried piss or something. I, I you know, I'm not trying be. to be I'm not trying to be yeah. crass, but it looks like it's not like it looks like the marble has not been cleaned in a long time. I don't know if they want that kind of um, what do you call it patina. It, it really might be the only. The only place that would be like, all right, we'll take you. Yeah, I, I have <laughs> no idea. But uh, why smoke? is she? Wearing- How old is the building is it? Cig- is it cigarette and cigar smoke? Is it that uh, old? It, yeah, it could be. It could be. Um, I don't know. But uh, you know, but again, to, to go to your point, Ken. Yeah, it really looks poorly produced. Oh, something else I'm noticing right now. Oh my god. They changed the sign on the lectern tonight. Oh. Last Does night it, say, it said it's Penn it, Haley? No, no. It last night say, it said Trump, it said it was the old Trump <laughs> Pence it was the old uh, that's a good one. It was the old Trump Pence logo yesterday with the blue background I believe. Mm-hmm. It said Trump Pence 2020. Now it says Trump 2020 the RNC convention. Oh. Yeah, if you yeah, go look this mm. goes to this goes to the point that I was trying to make. They didn't produce this and it goes back to the fact that they yeah. couldn't be bothered with creating a platform. They're lazy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, we need to get to the platform thing too. That's why uh, uh yeah, we'll we'll do that. Uh, yeah. uh, Joe, I want you to read that uh next segment. Uh because mm-hmm. that's too well, I, too I, good. Go ahead. I've got a thought on that about all this production value business. Yeah. One of my oldest friends is in show business. So I don't know if we have any theater geeks. If you recognize the name, his professional name is Jack McLeod. He's from Massachusetts. Sounds But familiar. I was talking to him over winter. Mm-hmm. And he's telling me with, you know, theater shut down. There are production people everywhere looking for yes. work. Yes. Yeah. And no yes. doubt some of them made their way to the DNC convention. And that's why it looks slick and professional. Not a single one of those theater guys is going to get within a hundred miles of a Republican. Oh, here's here's the thing. I think you've got a really good point there, Try. But the bottom line is that the the RNC, the Republican Party, they've got a lot of money. There are people who are willing to be paid in the age of Corona. Yeah, but there's. I mean, it's, they, there's so many of them right now. I mean. Everything Trump touches is the kiss of death. My, Even if they're the biggest hardcore Republican out there in the theater and show business world, I don't think they want that hanging on their resume. I, 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 I got to kind of disagree with you. I think that the Republican Party is lazy. Nicholas really Sandman's I mean, on I right now. I understand exactly uh-huh. what Try is saying. I get it. But you know what? When you work in that industry, a gig is a gig. It, True. It, it really yeah. comes down to it. A gig is a gig. Yeah. You know, well, yeah, sometimes you have money, no choice. That money is money nonetheless. I think the Republican Party was lazy. That little Sandman uh, hmm. twerp is on right now in a pre-tape. Oh. He pre-taped oh. in front of the. It's pre-taped in front of Lincoln Memorial, and boy, that kid did got uglier a, in the last did couple they put years. Indian in front of him. Did he put a redskin. 
Um, you know what? I the, I cannot believe they showed that that picture of that smug little asshole standing right there in his face while he was singing and playing his drum. And by the it, way, when I said Redskin, I was referring to the Washington football team. No, I understand. No, I, I, I point point taken on that because you know that's you know this is the the level of disrespect uh, towards Native Americans with Redskins, Pocahontas, uh, yeah. what what the Sandman kid did just to you know stand there with his MAGA hat on, acting like you know he was he, he was intimidating this this. Elder, you know, this uh, kid is Native no American. Than that. This kid is no better than that um, couple from last night. The, yeah, exactly, exactly. The 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 rich lawyers, you know, with with their fucking, you know, Who drunken mustard stained you know, gun they rage. Said, you know, yeah, they're gonna come. They're gonna come into your suburbs. They got, they got paid one hundred and thirty thousand dollars. That couple got paid one hundred and thirty thousand dollars to speak paid. at the RNC. They got paid. Wow. You, you know Sandman got paid too. You know this kid got paid. And uh you know, I mean uh, you, you know, okay, maybe maybe the full truth about what this kid was doing didn't come out, but I'm never going to forget that smug little smirk in him him and his fucking MAGA hat against somebody who was who's in this country before it was a country. Yes. Before white, uh, uh, oh, I'm sorry, Western civilization came in and fucking committed genocide against the Native Americans. It was white supremacy. Yeah, it absolutely was. It was it was genocide against the mm. culture, and and uh, you know it, it's so so yeah the the level of disrespect in the cartoonish attitudes people have about native americans the the cleveland indians i i hate that i'm ashamed of that the chief wahoo thing and when people try to justify it yeah. to me i'm just like fuck off change the name i don't care and i love bringing up the fact joe to to people about you know it's like oh how dare you change our traditions and it's like yeah you were real fucking upset when jacob's field changed its name to progressive field weren't you <laughs> yeah when the Quick and Loans yeah. Arena came you know. in, and it used to be the Gund Arena, I'm sure you were really fucking upset about that. Oh well, it wasn't racist stuff you were trying to that was getting take, taken away. So now you're like, no, well, I, I I have a right to be racist and have and support my sports team. Fuck all the way off. Do, do you guys find it interesting? Actually, that that, that, that happened here. What's Just that? Just to throw out quick, that happened here in Boston. Where Fenway Park sits used to be on Yawkey Way, named after Tom Yawkey, you know, the noted racist last play, last Major League Baseball team to integrate guy. Mm -hmm. Last year, the city of Boston said, no, we can't have a name for him anymore. And they turned it back to its original name, which was Jersey Street. You know what Red Sox Nation did? We shrugged our shoulders and said, oh, okay, that makes sense. Nice. Uh, thank yeah, you. That, that, you goes, that goes back to something I was just going to say. Do you find it interesting that a lot of these um, stadiums were, they did have racist, you know, backgrounds. Yeah. And suddenly they became Quicken Loans Arena, Capital Arena, Verizon, all this stuff. It, yeah. it just, 
seems like we made this very quick trip over 20 years from these really kind of sort of bad names to corporate names. Pam Bondi's up. Yeah. You know, uh, corporate names. Yeah, yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, Nick, uh, the, the Sandman kid. Pam Bondi is enough. Pam the- Bondi is, you know, she's usually on her back. Well, I don't know anything about that. But the Sandman asshole kid at the end of his speech put on his fucking MAGA hat and smirked. Of course he did. What a good look. What a good look, you little fucking twerp. You ignorant little opportunistic opportunistic twerp. Good look. Is is that Sandman kid the GOP's answer to Braden? I... Piss poor. Uh, uh, you know, I'm talking uh, about yeah, the, the kid who said I stuttered. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I know who you're talking yeah. about, Braden. Um, uh, no, uh, yeah, piss poor uh, attempt. If that is what they're trying to do, because this is again, what are we dealing with here, Joe? Through the whole thing, two words: white grievance. Bingo. Yeah. So, aka racism. Um, and, yes. and, you know, you yes. want to, you want to fucking, oh, go ahead. You put your fucking little MAGA hat wearing little asshole who got in the face of a Native American. You get your gross ass mustard stained barefoot, don't know how to hold a gun properly, uh, lawyers, you know, st- you know, intimidating, uh, 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 black protesters. Yeah, you're gross. You're gross. Those those assholes too. Those lawyers. How old is that refer, kid? They're referred to. Uh, uh, I, I I guess I don't know. Eighteen, nineteen, twenty. I don't know. Um, you know, maybe seventeen. I'm not sure. But seriously, uh, but those uh, those lawyers though. Um, last night they kept referring to one of the the protesters as a, a Marxist, like repeatedly. And they it's like, Joe this Biden shit isn't going to work. This shit isn't going to work. I feel it in my heart. I feel it on my heart. But when we come back, Joe is going to, uh, Uncle Joe is going to, it's story time with Uncle Joe. Uncle and Joe. you are going to read something to everybody that you read. Uh, I came in uh, partway through, but uh, you, you want to you tell everybody uh, what, what you're, what you're going to do? Well... <clears throat> What are you doing? You're lazy. You cut and paste, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. That, uh, that's what they did with the uh, Republican uh, platform this year. Oh my God. However, however, mm-hmm. however, they forgot to take out the parts that were criticizing the administration in 2016. Oh the president. So they read the same now. It's yeah. they seem beautiful. To be uh, criticizing themselves. It is uh, so. Paste. You got to watch what you're cutting and pasting. You know what I mean. So wonderful. So wonderful. Uh, Gosh, be careful. Anyway, so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna hear that when we come back. Uh, straight at, uh, again, Uncle Joe's story corner. <laughs> when, when we come back, it's gonna be straight out of Scranton. It's gonna be good. Scranton. Scranton. (laughs) All right, we'll be right back with our final segment of this edition of Turn Up the Night right after this. Something's going to happen. Remember where you are. You know what happens on this program. The people who are careful what they say. What's going to happen? Something wonderful. 
Kiss you in the mouth. Boys and girls, your attention, please. Presenting a new exciting radio program featuring the thrilling adventures of an amazing and incredible personality. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Paul's Memory Bank. This is Paul B. And I'd like to invite you to my show every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Radio for Humans. I'll present classic Golden Age Superman radio adventures and hand-picked old-time radio comedy episodes. Out of these clothes, it's Superman's turn now. Right now, I've got three times as many muscles as anybody else in the world. <laughs> and every one of them has a toothache. How do you manage to get into all this trouble? Oh, I don't know. I guess I just know the right people. <laughs> You'll be on the edge of your seat and laughing your head off all at once. Paul's Memory Bank, only on Radio for Humans. Radioforhumans.com. Hi, I'm Tim Coromall, host of The Tim Coromall Show. And I'm Joe Santos, a co-host and head mechanic of the Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. 
Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. The Tim Coromel Show, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. and Tuesdays at 10.15 p.m. Eastern after Turn Up the Night on RadioForHumans.com. Boom, boom, shakalaka goes right there. Thanks for listening to Radio for Humans. What happened to you? How come you're all alone? I asked for lots of help. You sounded drunk or something on the radio. Radioforhumans.com You fool, I'm not drunk. I demand to have some booze. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland's. Lake Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland! <laughs> yeah! Thank you. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm so loud. <laughs> Uh, let me fix that. Thank you, Cleveland. <laughs> thank you, Boston. Thank you, Scranton. And thank you, Washington, D.C. And all the other fine locations around these fine United States and possibly the globe. Uh, to all our listeners, uh, live and on podcast. And um, I, I'm going to say right now, it's been kind of a challenge with everything that's been going on for me to keep up with podcasts for nine hours of radio a week. Now that I'm doing the new Geeky Gals and Guys show and um, also dealing with personal stuff with my uncle dying and everything, um, everybody knows I was in, in I was I was enraged. I was enraged about this. Uh, not not uh, uh, some of it at my uncle and his family, but largely Trump made it personal. Again, I, I'm yeah. not going to lie and say that I had any kind of wonderful relationship with my uncle. I do have some fond memories of him from the 70s and 80s. Um, but there's family stuff that I, you know, won't discuss that is, uh, you know, that, that, that caused, you know, it, it, it's, you know, nothing serious. I, I wasn't like physically abused or anything like that by, uh, but it, it, there was a lot of, there was a lot of um, just, rift causing stuff that a lot of families have right you know uh you know family politics is what it was right and uh so so i'm not i'm not like oh me poor me i need you to feel sorry for me about my uncle it's processing this in the era of covid and being so angry about people who won't be responsible. I don't know exactly if he wasn't, you know, what, what he did to, to get this. Uh, but I, I know what his politics were and they're the complete antithesis of what we stand for on this show. Um, and his family is the same way. And they, they're in, in the rage that consumes me is about them the the people he left behind and he left behind a massive family i shared the obituary with you guys um and joe you saw the size of his yeah, family yeah. 
his immediate oh, yeah. family. I wasn't even a footnote on there. I was like, and lots of nephews and nieces, you know, yes, at, at I the end. That. I was in that, <laughs> yeah. that, that, that was yeah. me. That was me. Um, I, I lost count of grandchildren and, and great grandchildren. And, you know, the Trump administration would write, up, write him off because he was 79 years old as, you know, well, he was old and he was going to die anyway, you know. Um, it, it, yeah. because that's what they they're yeah. doing. Their their lies about the Obama death panels have become their reality, um, and uh, and and that's where I am. That's where where, where you know uh, I'm processing it. It's taking me time, but it's also slowing down um, my ability to do regular things. You know. Because I'm in my head about this all day, you know. I, I don't know if that makes sense, but it, uh, it does. It does to me, Ken. I don't know if that helps, but it does to me. It, it does help. It does help. And and again, I mentioned earlier when I talked to Florence from the Biden campaign and was able to tell a complete stranger about this, and she said she said on the phone to me, and this is the only kind of mildly irritating thing she said. She said, so what are you more okay. most concerned about? Is it just, you know, beating Trump? And I said, no, we cannot run on anybody but Trump. We need to run on he failed us in a pandemic. Yeah. We yeah. need to point that out. We need to never forget the nearly 200,000 Probably three hundred thousand before the that end we, of the year yeah, or that we more. Know of, right? Yeah, that we right. know of. That we know of. Because if you think this administration isn't trying to you know, their sycophants aren't gonna try and fuck with the numbers, you're fooling yourself because they are. Oh, by the way, Tiffany Trump is speaking right now. Um and Well, they found out that's the sister. Wow. Oh yeah, yeah. So uh he doesn't she, like he doesn't like she's a lawyer. Oh god. So, uh, but, uh, yeah, she's wearing pants too. She knew they had the leg cam, so she wasn't going to give him, uh, an opportunity. Um, but <laughs> so, but, but so, so that's where, that's where I am. I, I mean, I, I've, I've been, it's been a challenge for me to do the podcasts and things like that. And there's, there's still at least one pod, one or two podcasts that I haven't finished that I have to. Um, but it's. It's time-consuming and daunting, and when, uh, especially now during the the DNC and the RNC, my uncle's death, all of that, my head is so filled with information right now, and so just oh, feels like it's ready to pop, you know, half the time, uh, you know, I, I, you know, that's a little hyperbolic, but. Um, Processing all of this in the lead up to the election is kind of slowing down my progress on on doing things, um, and uh, and I'm I'm easily distracted by by things. So please, everybody, be patient. I will be back in the saddle completely, but I am talking about possibly doing some other. Um, I, I, at some point in the lead up to the election, I think I want to be on the air like five to six days a week. Oh, yeah. Uh, not okay. doing not doing oh, turn up the night. Not doing turn up the night. But whoever's <laughs> around, whoever whoever wants to talk, it can be about anything. 
but I think we should do something in the era of social distancing and being able to talk Which to a variety of people. For years. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And and in 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 what kind of inspired me even more to do that was talking to this complete stranger and telling her my story and hearing her story. And I want to do that more. I want to talk to people. If you need somebody to talk to, if the, if you if, if if you you know don't get phone calls all the time or whatever, you know, just whatever your situation is. If if yeah. you feel like it could be good to talk, I want to facilitate that. I want to do something. I want to pick a time, mm. maybe go on the air for an hour or two, whatever, and just do it. You know. So, uh, but anyway, that was kind of long winded. But uh, you know, again, it's just been. It's been a headful. It's been a headful for a while now, and th- this, you know, with Susan, you know, it, 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 Susan being in the hospital earlier this year, it, it kind of feels like I, that's to a lesser degree, I think, but in for different reasons now, I'm a little overwhelmed, you know. But uh, but I'm but I'm still gonna stick with it, obviously, you know, and and do more. I want to do more. So uh, and again, that's why I agreed to doing the phone bank too. I want to talk to these other people, and I want to you know see if we can get Biden surrogates to to come on our show and talk. Um, you know, I, I would that would mean the world to me. Um, so uh, because I we like have it. to win, we have to win. And we yes. have to expand our family. We have to grow our family and get more people involved in what we're doing. Again, we don't, you know, we don't make money at what we do, but what we do, I think, uh, is more valuable than making money. You know, so. Well, yeah, what we do. I mean, for example, you and I are brother and sister. Exactly. That happened last year. True story. And I know that sounds like a joke, but it kind of isn't. Uh, like I said, true story. It happened last year. I, I feel it. I feel. I, I like being Kenny Kenny Koch. Did you almost say Kenny Cock? Uh, yeah, Kenny. That, be, that, that was my awesome. nick, that was my nickname <laughs> in high school. Uh, so, <laughs> Kenny Cock. Yeah. Oh. Oh boy. Welcome to Kenny Cox Late Night Radio. Yeah, that's my oh. porn name. Uh, so, <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> person, pool boy. No. <laughs> uh, but anyway, no, I, 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 I just kind of felt like I needed to throw that out there. So, thank you. Rant over. Joe Santorsa, um, I would love for you to read. <laughs> the rnc 2020 platform for us now yes thank you joe uh, well, well there's not much of it um this is from uh uh this was was first in raw story and, and salon magazine mm-hmm. uh but apparently the, the republican party announced in its press release sunday they're not going to pass a an actual platform like the democrats did um <clears throat> or like the Republicans used to every uh, every four years. Um, because, well, that takes, you know, talking and debating and talking about issues. And they don't have time for that because there's Kool-Aid to be drunk. So come on. We can't have this. Yeah. So uh, to, to make it worse, 
they just copied and pasted the 2016 platform and didn't edit it. <laughs> so they left in all they left in all the this attacks. Is the best part, Joe. Oh, Uncle in, Joe, I'm so happy. They left in all the attacks on the White House in the current administration. <laughs> and they let it in the copy. So it now reads something like this. Our Constitution is in crisis. <laughs> Ting. The current, the current administration has exceeded its constitutional authority. Ting. Brazenly yeah. and flag- flagrantly violated the separation of powers. Bing. Sought to divide America into groups and turn citizen against citizen. Oh. Dun, 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 dun. Oh. It also reads, Shazam. He, he defies the laws of the United States by refusing to enforce those which he does not agree and appoints judges who legislate from the bench rather than apply the law. Love this. This is the GOP platform. This is their everybody. platform. This is their platform. This is their platform. They oh didn't change the platform. No, that's it. That's yeah. it. They they hate their president. <laughs> and uh, they think he's an outlaw, actually. Mm. So um, Going back know, to it, Joe, yeah? this is, I said earlier in the show, they're lazy. They were so freaking lazy that they didn't even change that part of the platform. Well, you know, when they you cut and paste, yeah. <laughs> you don't have time. You don't have time. I mean... They had to line up things like uh, that Sandman kid with his MAGA hat and uh, his mm-hmm. smirk. I mean, that takes time. I mean, you gotta you gotta find where he is because <laughs> God knows he's busy doing something, right? Oh my God! Uh, so you know, I mean, it says it says here also, um, America in the past few years has been led in the wrong direction. <laughs> Well, that's true. Wait, wait. This is their platform. Our economy has become unnecessarily weak and stagnant wages. People living paycheck to paycheck are struggling, sacrificing, and suffering. (laughs) It was prophetic. America has earned and deserve a strong and healthy economy. Oh, my God. Now, wait. Our standing (laughs) in the world affairs has declined significantly. Oh, our enemies no longer fear us, and our friends no longer trust us. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Russia, if you're listening, people want and expect an America that is the most powerful and respected country on the face of the earth. Oh my God! They have dismantled America's system of health care. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. God. Yes, they have replaced it with a costly and complicated scheme that limits choice and takes away our freedoms. <laughs> the president has abandoned his promise of being accountable to the American people. Oh well, yep. They have nearly doubled the size of the national debt. Doubled? Yeah. Doubled? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Wait. Yes. Oh. How come nobody told us that Nostradamus was the head of the GOP back in 2016? Nostradamus? Yeah, seriously. Um, oh my God. 
I mean, this is. Joe, I'm so happy you looked this I, up. I, wait, I, wait. This is so awesome. There's more. The president has been regulating to death the free market economy, and he does not like and does not understand. <laughs> oh my! He God. defies the laws of the United States by refusing to enforce that which he does not agree. He appoints yep. judges who legislate from the bench rather yeah. than apply the law. We can't allow this to continue. The GOP platform is totally against Trump. Isn't that this, pretty much the same thing TJ said about King George III, almost word for word? Yes, this means we must remove power from an unelected, unaccountable government. Well, there wow. it is, unelected, unaccountable. There it is. Wow. We must return government to the people and the states. Oh, my God. Except that the GOP right yeah. now doesn't want back to the states. No, they want to send in federal oh troops my God, and shit. But, oh, my God. As I said in my blog yesterday, and I put I put the platform out there. I didn't put this part in. Mm -hmm. But we went from morning in America. If if you guys remember that that ad from oh, yeah. um, 1984, morning in America, it was an amazing ad. I still think it's an amazing ad. And, and even before that, you know, uh, Ronald Reagan talked about the shining city on the hill. And in 40 years, he stole that Kennedy, you know. Huh? He stole that from President Kennedy, you know. I, I mentioned that in the blog. Did you read it? Yeah, I did read it. You know, <laughs> he did. He did. He did steal that. And again, that's something, like but I said. It doesn't matter. We're still the shining city oh, on the oh, hill, maybe. They, just they were what? both quoting. They were both quoting from a history. Winthrop, John Winthrop. One, one second. This is important. I'm watching the RNC right now, and there's a segment with Pence, like, interviewing people in front of a log cabin and talking about Lincoln and oh, stuff like that. Log cabin. Um, oh. And, and he's inter it's like he's interviewing people. And he they actually just said that somehow Trump saved jobs in at Lordstown, Ohio, the, the plant where my dad retired from yeah, that is a few actually years ago. Yeah, you know that plant what? fucking shut down, and there's a smaller company with totally stripped down. There's a smaller yeah. automobile manufacturer that, that went in there. I can't remember the name of it. Oh um, but yeah, they're like, oh yeah, no, you know who saved uh, Lordstown? Thanks, Obama. Oh, President Obama and Joe Biden. Oh my God, how oblivious are they? Oh God! Uh, this They're is not so... oblivious. They're just pure lying. Gaslighting bullshit. Yeah. At this so, point, they're really just pure lying. Yeah. But Joe, but, is um, there is there anything else uh, that we need to know from the Republican platform in the current administration? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> anything else, Joe? Only uh -oh. the people that signed it. Oh, who signed Which... it? Senator Barrasso and Virginia Fox. <laughs> Virginia oh. Fox! Oh! Yes. Oh, what, what is she still doing there, really? Foxy lady. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say that to that, the new. Uh, <laughs> I just with, find it hysterical that they didn't. Not with somebody else's so dick lazy. on a 10 foot pole. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Fine. They were so lazy that they couldn't remove that part. From their well, here, platform. Well, here's the thing. They Unbelievable. Didn't, they, they couldn't produce a thing because, first of all, if you recall, as late as a month ago, they were going to have a big convention 
a traditional convention with all the people jammed in a big convention hall down in Jacksonville. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. up until about a month ago, they were planning this big thing until they found out that if they went down there, they'd all die. So then they decided, well, we're going to have to go back to Charlotte, which we left Charlotte to go to Jacksonville. So how does that work? Okay. So we're going to go back there to Jacksonville, mm -hmm. but we're not going to really go back to Jacksonville because we can't go there either because they originally said we couldn't have it there because of uh, the crowds. That's so we'll have a virtual one out of Washington yeah. and pretend it's in Charlotte and allude to Jacksonville. And the whole thing became a shit show because last week they decided to put this together. So they watched the Democrats and said, well, just copy and paste what they did. Yeah. <laughs> Only they couldn't do that. They're lazy because the Democrats have actually been planning their platform for Probably well, well, because, six months. Yeah, because the Democrats knew what they were going to do. They yeah. were going to follow the science. They were going to follow. They had. They had. They were going to. Yeah, they were going to follow. Yeah, they were going to follow the science. They were going to do what they had to do. And I can't blame the guys who produced the Republican convention because oh, they I were can't. blindsided. Oh, I okay. They were blindsided by a president who, just like I said a month ago, was going to have this traditional. They didn't know what to plan. They were planning one in Charlottesville. He pulled the rug from under them. The, the they were planning I'm, one in Jacksonville. They pulled the rug out again. Yeah. The point that I'm what did you make, plan? All right. Point that I'm okay. Make it, make it, make it real quick, and then we got to wrap it up. Go ahead. Y'all can have, you know, th that going back and forth between Jacksonville and Charlotte and whatnot. There was supposed to be something going on behind the scenes with, with regard to the party, which is what our party did. It, yeah. You know, we didn't we didn't send Je Joe Biden to Milwaukee because it wasn't safe. But all the planning was going on. Mm -hmm. This the, the GOP. Two things should have happened. Y'all needed to get your shit together regarding the party. You know, the party issues. Um, the platform. You know, all the all the messy stuff that you deal with all the time, which doesn't which hasn't had to happen in person for years. Think about that. That's well, why we have email. Here's, That's why here, we have email. Here, here, let, let me just let yeah. you put a finer point on how unprepared they were for this, all right? A Amazing. reality TV star who is still friends with people who produce reality TV. And by the way, I haven't seen one musical performance for this in the oh, two days well, Charlie now. Daniels is dead. Come on, Ken. Uh, well, I'm telling you, Wang Dang, Sweet Poon Tang, Ted Newt, Turd Nugget <laughs> could still show up. But uh, I mean, you know, I, the the I mean, just think of Glory. Think of the the song, you know, Glory uh, with John Legend in common from that. What a glorious production for a song called Glory. And the, and the Dixie Chicks. And and the Chicks, yeah, the Chicks. You know, I mean, that was. Perfect. All of the musical performances for the DNC were great. But anyway, we got to wrap things up because I am going to, uh, if anybody wants to stick around, I'm going to go down to the screening room and I'm going to put the DNC or pff, RNC on. Uh, poor man's DNC I'm going to put on. Huh. <laughs> uh, but okay. yeah, quick parting shots. Whoever wants to stick around, feel free. Um, but quick parting shots. Uh, Trisec, what do you got? 
Uh, not a whole heck of a lot tonight. I've kind of been avoiding this uh, whole RNC business like uh, like the COVID. I understand. Um, but yeah, I mean, everything we talked about, it's it. compare and contrast. The Democrats, in spite of everything, had a real convention and mm-hmm. had something coherent to say. The Republicans, not so much. Yeah. You nailed it. All right. Uh, Joe, what <laughs> do you got, sir? Well, I just... Uh, um would refer people to the <laughs> we have a great columnist here in scranton that uh writes for the times tribune his name is chris kelly yeah and uh he covered the uh, old forge fiasco last week uh oh. last thursday oh. and he he wrote a uh, in in sunday's uh, scranton times he wrote a uh in an article an opinion piece called chris kelly trump jumps the shark in old forge <laughs> <laughs> and uh, basically what he said was uh, that uh, basically for a, um, a reality show uh, uh, expert, uh, he didn't really, um, he didn't really, uh, you know, uh, know what he was doing in, in All Forge. Uh, uh, in fact, what he did was the theme song they chose to play for him as he took the stage in all forge mm-hmm. was credence clearwater's fortunate son oh dear god <laughs> irony is dead it really irony is. is it really irony is, is dead oh my all right, um, and, uh, uh, all right go ahead finish and that's it i mean i mean i mean he he said you know what what else what else could you say about it you know like do they even know what that song was about uh, it was no. about people. Do they know what why it was about? They don't. About? Was, they don't. It was Fortune and Son was about people that had bone mm-hmm. spurs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it was about, and they played it <laughs> as he walked on the stage in Old Forge. Yeah, I'm glad he's gone. Anyway, Chris Kelly said, "Well, you jumped the shark there, buddy," and he did. Yeah, definitely. So uh, anyway, and uh, yeah, check out my poison on uh, the Tim Carmel show tonight uh, because we're not going to be I'm not going to interrupt the Tim Carmel show tonight. We're just going to be watching in the screening room for uh, tonight. Uh, It's not going to be part of the show. Um, So if anybody I got dad, I drag you down into the screening room too, dad. I don't know if you probably don't have a mic enabled, but it doesn't matter. You can still uh, watch from there uh i'll give everybody instructions on how to do it when we wrap the show here but rain final parting shot my parting shot is the fact that uh, some woman last night said that uh george bailey was like trump and uh, <clears throat> i put this out there on my facebook page i want to say it here again because it's important to me um the movie it's a wonderful life is not political it's about morality and community Yes. Trump never jumped off a bridge because he thought Trump never jumped off a bridge because he thought he failed his family. Trump has never done anything for his family, best as I can tell. He claimed bankruptcy, but that was his business. George Bailey did jump off a bridge into icy waters. He had an angel who saw his morality and a community and tried to save him. George Bailey was a fictional character. And the movie was fictional. Trump is not fictional. If he wants to be like George Bailey, maybe he could test faith and jump off a bridge. 
because right now he's just like Potter. I like it. <laughs> uh, very good. All right. Well, I don't have really anything else to add uh, tonight. Everybody stick around here on Discord if you want to be part of the watch party. It's going to take me a couple minutes to get set up. i got to save this uh, final hour of the podcast uh, so I can work on it during the RNC. But, yeah, give me about five minutes and start piling into the screening room. Uh, we'll uh, see everybody on Friday for the I RNC. guys. RNC recap, and don't forget to check us out here on Discord for the RNC watch parties tomorrow and on Thursday. Uh, it's going to happen. So I'm guessing around 8.30 p.m. Eastern is when all of that will start both nights. So uh, get your drinks, and don't play any drinking games with Republicans because it won't end well. No, um, no. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we'll see you guys later. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. (laughs) That's it.